The following is a special presentation of WRFH Sports. First and 10 at the 25 in Dragon Territory. Then two wideouts to his left, two to his right. As I say it, a little bit of a crossing pattern on the right side. He was going right to the post, and nobody was anywhere near him. That's a touchdown, and this is a tie ball game now. Touchdown for the Hillsdale Chargers. Are you ready? Hillsdale Charger football on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM starts now. Hello and welcome to the broadcast of the Hillsdale Chargers football game here in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium where your home Hillsdale Chargers, who are now 3-3 three three on the season, are taking on the Lake Erie Storm, who are also 3-3 three three on the season. And though the record might not show it, you can't always look just at the raw numbers. We are two very different teams at the moment. Your home Chargers lost our very first three games and then turned around and have won three games in a row. We're 2-0 undefeated in GMAC play where the Lake Erie Storm, the other side of the coin. They won their first three games and have turned around and had a very difficult three games, including, of course, 0-2 in GMAC play. What do you think the Chargers got to do to kind of you know, keep up their hot streak. Yeah, you know, we're coming in with a lot of momentum, which is really good. You know, you want to come in, have a really good game. I think the Chargers have definitely found a rhythm coming in off of this winning streak. One thing that has really pulled out in front, kind of shown for the Chargers, has been the defense. And we, we are a very aggressive defense. We are number one in the GMAC in both interceptions and sacks right now. So we are going to come after you. We're ball hawks, right? We want to force turnovers. We want you to punt deep back in your own territory. When the defense shows up and we play well, we're going to play well. You saw last week the offense was a little slow to start, right? But then the defense shows up and gets some big picks. You know, we got one guy, Jackson Gillick, number 11, defensive back for the Chargers, number one in all of Division II football for interceptions. He got a couple last week, and then the week before that he did. So, you know, our offense is going to have to get into a rhythm, but if our defense shows up and plays, they're going to give offense time to get warmed up a little bit. And then something to look out for, our run game, right? That's something we've been struggling with establishing. Last week, the first half, couldn't really get anything going, but Logan Van Engford made a change in the backfield, went in there, put him in, and we started to get something going that opened up a passing game and everything else. I would absolutely agree. Jack Robinson, especially the couple games prior to that Walsh game we saw last week, had been really kind of taking over the backfield, playing very well. He still had a solid game against Walsh, but just wasn't giving the offense and, of course, Coach Otterbein what he was looking for, made the change. Logan came in and lit it up. That was a big part of Mm -hmm. the turnaround in the second half where our offense kind of found a rhythm and behind it of course third string quarterback Garrett Ison. Of course and you know Garrett he's coming in I think he you know he's starting to take lead of this team right I mean you're the third string guy and but he's come in really stepped it up said hey guys I'm going to take us to the promised land we're going to score and win games right you know a lot of times you lose to your first and second string quarterback in the same game with season ending injuries normally that you know that's you know you're you know you're you're toast but he's really come in and really shown that he can lead this team and one thing to look out for to create you know some dynamic play in the backfield to get that running game going a lot of times we'll put alec foose who's listed as a halfback but really plays more like a slot receiver tight end we'll put him in the wildcat formation to do some runs out of the shotgun and as the chargers take the field 
We are getting ready for a great game here, and I have to agree, Alec Foos, it was very interesting. The offense wasn't getting a lot going. Logan in the second half helped that get going. We actually had a touchdown off of a Wildcat play that was called back right in front of us here right. about 20 yards out, and it, it gives kind of another wrinkle to that offense. It mm -hmm. gives something that maybe they're not expecting. Obviously, we have a third-string quarterback who's playing very solid, but at the same time, it's, you know, he's not used to that starter role yet. And sometimes, you know, getting a breather while, while right. your offense can go pick up a couple yards without you is, uh, is right. nice. Yeah, it's not the quarterback's job to put the team on his back right there. Football is a team sport, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, regardless of what Kobe Bryant said about that of me in there, <laughs> right? I mean, you can't do everything. So I think it's fantastic that, you know, we've got playmakers who can really help Garrett out. And Garrett's an excellent, I mean, he's a fine quarterback, right? But you want to have some, you know, you want to have some uh, different ways you can attack some diversity in your attack. Interesting in that sense, Lake Erie comes in with two quarterbacks on the depth chart. And I was talking to Kendall Tobin, defensive end, right? And uh, and he was saying that they've got two quarterbacks coming in. They have Gardner, number four, and Bullock, number six. And Gardner is a pure pocket passer. But number six, Bullock, is a dual threat guy. I want to watch out for him. And I think that's the same thing that the Storm is trying to do. Uh, oh, we have the uh, national anthem. Beautifully performed national anthem here in Frank yep. Muddy Waters Stadium. And we have now ticked just below three minutes before kickoff. And it looks like the captains are getting ready to meet at center field. I'm, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good game. We got a tail, mm -hmm. obviously, of two very different teams. But I think anytime, you know, every game is a new game. And you have, you have both teams that are fighting with even records and mm -hmm. kind of being, quote, better than their records right. show. Yeah, you know what they say, like on any given Saturday, 
you know, you come out here. This just feels like college football, doesn't it, right? It's a Saturday. Absolutely. You got a nice breeze, little chilly day in October. Great national anthem coming out here with two football teams who are ready to go at it. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I absolutely agree, and I think part of this is going to be getting the Chargers offense going. We mm-hmm. talked about how well the defense play. We talked, of course, about how you know we, we kind of picked it up in the second half, right. but Garrett, as well as he's played, only averages 50 passing yards a game, and of mm-hmm. course he does a lot more for this team than just passing and just you know the yards that show up, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think kind of getting the air attack and giving obviously we talked about the wrinkles you can add to your yes. offense kind of that that part of your offense showing out today i think will be big right and we saw it last week where <laughs> garrett is a little undersized for a stand-in quarterback you know he's not the kind of guy who can stand over the top of the offensive line throw it over those big hands that are coming to try to bat the ball they've tried to do some rollout sort of kind of move the pocket a little bit so we can get a wider window to throw so it's going to be a little bit kind of interesting to see what the coaches have come up with this week to try to scheme it's, it's going to be schematic right it's going to be coaching and scheme to try to get this offense rolling in nice and hot but you know the, the problem what, I, what concerns me a little bit is that lake erie most of their games have been very close decided by one possession or less you know whether they won or lost and so if the chargers come in here and let lake erie hang in if we don't come in and say hey you guys are on a two-game losing streak or whatever it is and we're going to remind you of that we're going to beat you down I think Lake Erie is going to hang in for the whole game, which is going to make it entertaining. But as a Charger fan, I don't know if I want entertaining today as much as I want a very convincing win. I would, I would love a convincing win, especially, of course, with a team that's not playing so well right now. The Chargers are now ready to receive the opening kickoff. Alec Foos mm-hmm. back deep alongside Josh Peroni. Uh, we've been doing a lot of that, having two deep back receivers just something that uh, Coach Otter likes. Obviously, he's got multiple dynamic playmakers. Yep. I like this decision to get the ball first. You know, we're going to kick it off in the second half. I think this shows confidence in the offense, and I think we want to set the tempo for this game, right? We want to come in, and you're going to tell the offense, hey, guys, you're going to go out here. You're going to dominate the line of scrimmage, impose your will on the defense. We're going to run the ball right down their throat, play action, throw it right over their head. We're going to get rolling out with some short passes, get Garrett warmed up. I, I like to start. Oh, my goodness. And the, uh, the wind has knocked the ball off the tee, so Justin Smith will have to uh – retry the kick there but i do i do agree nick i think you got to come out a little jab a little punch to the mouth does a lot for mm-hmm. your team absolutely maybe a little too brisk of an autumn day right <laughs> knocking the ball off the tee this would be interesting and there's the second knock oh dear i want to say it's three that you have to require someone a out holder. there to hold it yeah but it but the refs might just have them do it after yep. two it looks like that's what they're going to do so we got old buddy here gonna hold it for him Now, if that's happening, this may affect the kicking game, especially at long distance. And like I said, if this game is going to be close, it's going to be stuff stuff like this is really going to become a factor. Absolutely agree. It's not something you want to do to have to be able to rely. Obviously, we have a great kicker in Julian Mm -hmm. Lee. Here we go. There's the run-up, and the kick is good and deep. Peroni's going to grab it with his heels at the four, cuts up the middle of the 10 to the 15, makes a move. Oh, and some great special teams work mm-hmm. from the storm just short of the 25. I think they're going to mark it right at the 24. And that is where your Chargers offense will set up. We're going to see Garrett Ison for the very first time this game. Here we go. Very interesting to see what the first call is going to be. And we do have three receivers spread right. We saw a lot of gun last game. We're starting mm-hmm. with gun here today. Jack Robinson to the left of Ison. 
There's the snap. The give is to Robinson, who tries the left side, punches forward, going to pick up two. Yeah, just a little off-tackle run to the right. Good job. You know, you want to warm your offensive line up a little bit. Like, you know, it is kind of a chilly day, and you have your pregame warm-ups. But, you know, getting hit in the pads, it kind of stings a little bit. So kind of get them in game mode. Gets it going. Mm -hmm. I, I, I might agree. And we talked about Alec Foose being listed as a tailback, but here he is, obviously, as a slot receiver, Williams and Tesla to his left. Garrett takes the snap, looks left, Boom. throws left. There's Foose. Going to be dragged down right after the catch. Forward momentum is going to get him about four. Mm-hmm. So I believe it will be about third and five or third and six, depending on the spot. Yep, just a little three-yard hitch, a little timing route there uh, just to get Garrett nice and warmed up into a nice, comfortable rhythm. Like, you know, football is a lot of psychology, you know, so you want to get your, you know, the first pass you throw, you don't want it to be a low percentage throw, right? You want to start the game, get a nice completion, you know, put yourself in a manageable third down situation. In the gun, again, is Ison. Two receivers left, one right. In the gun to his right is Robinson, takes the snap, looks left, long over the middle. Tesla makes the diving grab, but the... Yeah, the referee rules that is incomplete. It would have been enough just barely for a first down. Sliding along that end line didn't stay in bounds. Yeah, it looks like they saw something. The Chargers offense saw something they liked throwing to the right side of the Lake Erie defense. I don't know if it is just a corner they like to pick on over there, but both those passes to the same side, same area of the field, really. But Lake Erie does a good job getting the stop three and out on the Chargers' first drive. And we have Jack Shannon off to punt, and it is a booming one to the right side. Bounces at the 38, takes a charger, fields it off the bounce, and getting very quickly tackled is Mike Goolsby. Yeah, absolutely. The the return man got punished for taking that ball. They're going to get the ball just past the 30, but whoever that guy fielded it didn't see his number. He's going to regret that in the morning. He's going to feel that. That was number 80. Mike Goolsby took it at about the 32 after it bounced. And I think it, he saw it take a charger bounce, didn't want it to let it go any farther, and was met with, I think, probably three or four special teamers <laughs> almost immediately. At least a 1,000 pounds of dude right there. <laughs> and we do have uh, Gerald Gardner in the backfield to start the game. And the give is to Antonio Owens. Devin Brown, actually, rather. My bad. And it is Xavier Bullock back there. So I guess they're going with a little dual threat. Yeah, maybe. Just a little three-yard dive there to start. And almost immediately the change, and now is Gardner in. I guess they do switch him out Yeah, very quickly. Yeah, Kendall was saying they like to switch that up, which, you know, that can put the Chargers in a bit of a bind if they're in a package that's really there to, it was a pass-heavy package. You come in and the quarterback's going to take off. That might be a dangerous situation here. Gardner from the gun. He's got three receivers to his right. Chargers in man Takes coverage. Snap, looks to pass Zone. over the left side. Oh! Knocked away. That is Zach Herzog coming in from the secondary to make a great play. The strong yep. safety really made his presence felt. Yeah, just a fantastic job coming in, punching the ball away, you know, not getting the pass interference call, playing the ball, you know, after he's caught it and brought it in. Great job. Great timing to just meet him right as that ball hit his hands, mm-hmm. knock it away from behind him. And that would have been, I think, enough for a first down. Now it is third and ten, and we do have Four, just five. five in the offensive line. Of course, a, uh, an obvious passing down here for the yep. storm. Third and nine. Chargers showing pressure off the right edge here, but they're going to come back. Oh. Gardner from the gun, motion out. He's now got five wide, takes the snap, looks left, completion Uh-oh. over the middle, and breaks be one just tackle, short. but not enough. It's going to be about two yards short. Grabbing that over the middle was number 88, Eric Daniels, but he could not uh, kind of... 
make any more men miss. Yeah, kind of an interesting decision there from the Chargers. You know, they're known, like we were saying at the beginning, right, they were a really aggressive defense, but here they only sent three rushers, came back in with just a cover two, maybe a Tampa two look a little bit on, uh, you know, just keeping everything in front of them, you know, just playing the sticks and stopping the conversion. I would have expected some pressure there, actually, from the Charger defense. We do show a lot of pressure on those long downs. Regardless, it is fourth down now, and Hamidi Diallo is out there to punt it. That's exactly what it does off the left foot of Diallo. Fair catching it is Foose at the 25, and that is going to be a flag for fair catch interference. That's what I'm assuming at least. He did get a little bit of contact. He was still able to field it, though. And that's going to be a free. If, they, if that's what they do indeed call it, it's going to be, what, a free 15 yards for us? So I believe I'll, so. I'll take that gift. I would not complain. Let's see what the call is. Official discussing. Hopefully they don't take as much time as last week. <laughs> yeah, they uh, all slow to deliberate. That is exactly what the call is. And from the 25 to the 40, the Charger offense goes. And all of a sudden, we are yep. knocking on the door of some of the uh, storm territory. Yeah, and that's really good for more than one reason. You're like, hey, you know, we're we're starting closer to the end zone. But if we do have to punt, you know, we're really it's going to be very easy for us to flip the field and pin the storm back inside their own twenty. So in many ways, that's a great gift for us. Ison now under center. The pitch to the tailback is Boom. Robinson, who tries the left side, lowers his shoulder, going to pick up four or five. A good solid run on first down. That's just some old-school football right there. You pull the guards, you come out in front, create a nice little corridor. That's how Vince Lombardi got famous, just that little pitch to the outside, make that corridor, running, taking it between the guards right there. You know, I wouldn't complain if we had a, uh, a Vince Lombardi run offense right now. <laughs> Otter's a, a close second, though, I think. Ison now in the gun. Jumbo package to his right. Now motion stays on the right side of the formation. There's the give, lowering the shoulder. Going to pick up another three or four, and now just short of that nice. first down by about two yards. This is an interesting situation right here. You know, we've had a lot of success with that run game on this drive. Two back-to-back solid runs, four yards a pop. You know, you might say, you know, until they stop us, keep it going. But, you know, some coaches, they like a little trickeration, maybe a play action or something here, or a short pass. We're coming out in the I formation here, so... And it, that's, that's an offensive lineman lined up. <laughs> Good Lord, in the I formation. <laughs> a very full... Uh-oh. I thought there was a jump there. Yeah. Like 11. Oh! Blocks. Getting into the backfield. Walsh pushing... Lake Erie, rather, pushing, and I think it is going to be just short of that line to gain. I guess we wanted that push so bad we listed an offensive lineman as a running back right in front of Jack Robinson. Brought him in in that fullback spot, but we will be short, unfortunately. By just about a half yard, and it is very close. You can just barely see the difference between the line to gain and Uh, the ball. You wonder if we go for it this early? This is one of those, like, this is a weird part of the field right here where if you have a lot of confidence... Oh, what is this? Looks like same exact formation. Ten Lake Erie Storm defenders in the box. Same for the Chargers. The pitch this time to Robinson. Lowers his shoulder. Pushing. He's got it. Looks like we've got the first down, but there is a flag. It looked like somebody may have gotten an early start on the play. You wonder who it's on because if this is a false start, we're probably going to end up having to punt this. Yeah. Despite, of course, picking up that first down, a great bit of strong running from Jack Robinson. 
We've got a little bit of deliberation again. Looks like the far sideline referee was the one who called it. It is going to be an offsides call. And they are going to accept it. We did pick up the first down with the play, but only about two or three yards and, of course, five from the offsides. We are now in storm territory. Yeah, I thought I saw him jump a little bit. I don't know if, I don't know if you saw that. He kind of reacted a little bit, but they didn't call it. They brought the flag in a little late. I was going to say, it was, uh, it was much earlier in the play. I wondered why they kind of took so long to call that one. Here we go. And stoppage of play, a timeout from the defense. Lake Erie's first timeout of the game, and we are going to step away for just a moment. This has been Nick Tralia and Christian Peck-Dimmitt on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. When radio was... J-E-L-L-O! And now for the Aldridge family. Classic performers and iconic shows from a much simpler time. Listen, Vince, I, I can explain. I'm not interested with you. All I want is my money. When Radio Was, weeknights from 10 till midnight on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. For award-winning coverage, up-to-date newscasts at the top and bottom of every hour, there is only one place to turn. But, but the choice is, is left to you. Keep your dial tuned to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And we are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Nick Tralia with the call for your Hillsdale Chargers football game. The score is still 0-0. We've got 9.33 left in the first quarter against the Lake Erie Storm. And we just picked up about three yards on first down, so it's going to bring up, oh, four yards actually. Not a bad spot for us. Second and six here. Yep, we are inside a Lake Erie territory, knocking on the door of the red zone here, just outside the 40. The give is to Logan. Oh, oh yes. Side pushes the goal to the 30, 25, 20. Got one man yeah. to beat. Oh, yes. 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 Into the end zone. Bam, and baby. Touchdown. Let's go. Just a fantastic play there off the left side, running it, pulling the guard, coming right off the edge. Beautiful. Walking the tightrope there down the 20 to 10. Had to dodge a couple of guys. That's what you want right there. You want to talk about getting the run game going? That's that. That's it right there. We, we talked about how much of an impact Logan Van Enkevort had last game mm-hmm. in that Walsh Cavaliers game here at home. And again, punches in one from about 40 yards out for the first score of the game. And who was the first man to meet him on that sideline to give him a high five was the starter, Jack Robinson. Kick is up and good for the extra point. Tax on one more, and we are at 7-0 now. You know, after that first drive, got a little worried. You know, a little three and out there. Not nothing, not much doing on the run game, but here you're going to come back. Great run. Oh, absolutely. And it was really, we've been all, I, I want to say all game, but it's only been a couple of drives. It's been, it doesn't matter who it is, Jack Robinson or Logan, we're picking up. 
three, four yards every time, which is exactly what you want to see. That's right. Especially because the run game can really be kind of a, a war of attrition yes. where the third and fourth quarters really show what you're doing because the defense gets mm. tired. You're tired as well, and who can, who can uh, you know, hold out a little longer. But right. if, we're, if we're doing this well early... I like our chances. Yeah, and if you're having that kind of success, you're getting four yards every time you run the ball. You know, odds are you're going to break one eventually if you're just being that successful every time you go. You're just a hair away from a big play like that. And that is just what Logan did. Found a big hole on the left side. And we do have Julian Lee now, number 90, a redshirt freshman, to kick. He was missed last week with a sickness that was not COVID, and he is still yet to miss either a field goal or an extra point in a Chargers uniform. And now that we've said that, <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, don't, I brought it up enough last week, but he wasn't playing. Oh. I, don't, I don't know how well uh, this will turn out for him. He's, he's one of one so far. And yet again, we have uh, the ball falling off that tee. It is, it is not too windy up here, but uh, I think just enough with the gusts kind of mm-hmm. push it over. And we do have uh, a helpful charger over to hold the ball for him. Nice. You know, if, if you've never held before and, you know, you just get called in, like, right in the middle of the game, like, hey, hold this ball for me while I kick, you know. I'd rather not get my, my hand kicked off by his golden foot. It's like, hey, I, I need to catch some passes later, you know. I don't want to. <laughs> and there is the boot long and end over end. Fielded up at the 18 over his head and lowering his shoulder to the 31. Took a big hit on special teams. And very weird. That was not their kick returner that fielded it. He reached up and kind of little, little Odell Beckham grabbed yeah. it behind his head for just about no reason. And the kick returner was in position was to right grab there. it. It looked like like a line, a backup lineman or somebody on the uh, you know the starting starting roster there uh, for special teams just kind of yeah. found his found his play. This is moment to shine. He probably said he uh, he wasn't getting enough touches. You know, I was like, hey, coach, you know, I, I want to get the ball more. Hey, he lowered his shoulder there at the 31. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give him a couple more touches. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, great field position to start for Lake Erie. And they Gerald come, Gardner in. Yep, and that's the passing quarterback, if I remember them correctly. He is indeed. He's got three receivers to his left, one a tight end. Stoppage of play, perhaps a timeout. There was no flag thrown. I uh, Flag thrown just about oh the 50. Gosh. What is going on? That I guess that's our, our man watching the uh, the play clock over here. That is, oh my gosh, yeah, about 30 yards from the play, the flag was thrown. Oh, they got the timeout in just before the delay of game call. We are going to step away on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. We will be right back. For award-winning coverage. Up-to-date newscasts at the top and bottom of every hour. There is only one place to turn, but, but the choice is, is left to you. Keep your dial tuned to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Hear from CEOs across the country about what it takes to be successful. I used to actually keep an apartment in London and one in Hong Kong, so I do one week in Europe, one week in the Americas, one week in the back rim. I was involved in developing the first electronic delivery system, which was well before the, the internet. Executive leaders on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Back. 
in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. The Chargers are up 7-0 to with nine minutes remaining. And just nine minutes remaining. It's been six, six minutes of game time, and Lake Erie's already out two of their timeouts. Yeah, you might wonder if that's going to come back to bite them. You know, like you always got to be thinking long game, and they may have a two-minute drive or a field goal or something at the very end of the half, you know, to tie it or something, and they may not have that timeout they want to do it. So very costly down the line potentially. And Gardner again in the backfield. It is second and 10 now. Gets the snap, looks left, throws left, and dropped huh. right through the hands mm. of a would-be Lake Erie receiver. That was number nine, Peyton Brown, who would have picked yep. up four or five at the very least, but just right off both his gloves. Yeah. I think he wanted it, hit him in a better spot. Those are those are the kind of drops that make that coach revoke your scholarship. You know, <laughs> you're like, hey, you know. This boy probably couldn't catch COVID. You know, that's probably, be, <laughs> that's probably what they'll be telling him when he gets back in the huddle. And that'll bring up third and ten. Let's see what the Chargers dial up here. They were really, really conservative on the last third down. We only have three down linemen showing a little bit of pressure with number 47 on the defense. We'll see what happens. Two linebackers now in the box. They're going to drop into coverage. Gardner takes the snap, steps up in the pocket, throws left. Oh! Dropped again, maybe? He dropped it for a moment. Ooh. Maybe picked it up off the turf. That was number nine again, Peyton Brown. I guess they're going to rule yeah. it a catch. Yeah, he couldn't catch with his hands last time, so he caught it with his chest this time, which is not what you're supposed to do. But at any rate, he's still going to be spotted a yard short. And fourth and one, the offense is going to stay on the field. They're on their own 40-yard line. It is fourth down and one right now. A, an interesting call to go for it this early. It's not like yep. the, uh, the Storm have been playing all that badly. This seems almost a desperate move, perhaps, so quickly. I don't know what's going on here. And the give off the left side, lowering his shoulder. He's going to be right at the line to gain. They're I gonna think they're going to get it. on the spot. That was number 24, Devin Brown, who just kind of lowered his shoulder right mm -hmm. behind his lineman. And the ruling is first down. Picked yeah. it up by just enough. And a risky call, my goodness. Very risky. It was bringing to my mind memories of when Georgia fake punted on their own 30 in the SEC championship <laughs> game. I don't know if you saw that. Of course. How could I forget? <laughs> I was just thinking about that. <laughs> there were, um, I don't know. I think, I think that's just um, less trusting your offense and more not trusting your defense. Yes, absolutely. And regardless, though, they do pick up the first down. The gamble works out for him. And a bubble screen on the right side. Grabs and stiff arms a man, but not going to be enough for a first down. About eight yards on first down. That was number 11, Nate mm -hmm. Dantley. Yeah, number 88 was the wide receiver out there. Basically, his job, so he wasn't the guy who caught it. His job is to get a block on the cornerback. But you're not allowed to block someone before someone has the ball and caught it, right? So you got to be really careful with what they call like a pick route, where you act like, oh, you just happened to be in the way of my route, so I ran into you. And uh, I'm not blocking, ref. I'm just running my route here. Of course, of course. And uh, no blocking call there. I guess it would have been offensive pass interference. Mm -hmm. And the give this time to Brown, who tries the right side, oh, no. makes a man miss, and runs over defenders to the 40-yard line of the Chargers, picks up a first down and more. Yeah, number three on the Charger defense got taken for a ride there, dragging along. Alex and Schultz kind of behind the play, reached out, grabbed some of that jersey, and got dragged for about five or six yards, yep. uh, kind of holding on to that jersey. Yeah. Uh, it's like a bring cheetah down, bringing down a gazelle, you know. <laughs> that, that still counts as half a tackle, I guess? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that'll show stats, up. Stats are stats. That'll show up on the stat sheet. 
You know, Chargers now with four down line. Look around in a dime package. Gardner from the gun. Looks left, throws left a little hitch route. And drag down. I think that's going to be enough for a first down on first down. And that was number 88, Eric Daniels, who has been uh, quite a prolific guy for the offense so far. Yeah, I think what we're doing here, what we're going to see from the Storm offense, Chargers have been coming out in a lot of zone coverage, right? So, you know, we're not looking at one, you know, you're not a man on a man. It's like I have my area of responsibility, but it looks like the Storm wide receivers are going out just finding the soft spots in the coverage with get open turnaround. I don't think there's been a pass that's gone for more than five yards yet in terms of how the route looked. No, and you got you to gotta, uh, sometimes set up other things. There's the snap on the right side. Another quick throw and tackled immediately. Uh, but it is enough for a first down. Uh, it was short of the first down on that previous play by just an inch, but now they do pick up that first, and they are knocking on the door of the red zone at the 24-yard line of the Hillsdale Chargers. What Lake Erie may be looking for here is the Chargers would like to come out you know, the too-high safety look. They might be bringing all these short passes, wait for us to drop people up. I bring them in a little bit, then just pop one right over the top. It might be what they're about to do because this Chargers defense has been so very adept all season long Mm -hmm. at bending and not breaking. Yes. They've bent so far, it's time to hold strong. Red zone defense is definitely a strength at uh, Charger defense. The give to Devin Brown on the right side stood up after about a gain of two. And a good good run on first down, mm-hmm. but good defense from that D-line that has played so well. Yeah, you want to talk about you know a game of adjustments is football. Our defensive end on the Chargers left. You saw him. He wasn't lined up square onto that right tackle for the uh, number 55, the right tackle for Lake Erie. You'll see him way out wide right there. And what he's doing is he's, he's sealing off that edge. He's not allowing himself to get caught up in traffic right there. And, of course, Lake Erie is going to counter that by putting a guy lined up right in front of him. Throw on the left side, a little slant pattern. That's Owens again. Makes a man miss and leans forward for just enough for a first down. And now inside of the 15 marches the Storm offense. Yeah, they are more than happy. It looks like to just chip away. You know, they haven't thrown anything past the sticks, but that doesn't mean they won't, right? You got to stay. This is like the unpredictability, keeping the defense on their heels a little bit. The Chargers want to make adjustments, but, you know, they don't want to over adjust because then you open yourself up to a big strike over your head. Of course, and I think that's something Walsh did a lot was spread that offense, mm-hmm. or spread their offense, and of course our defense horizontally, side to side, but they never really took advantage of it with a big play over the middle. Maybe uh, the Storm watched some, watched some film trying to do that here. Oh, yeah. Looking across the left side, and he has a man who is going to be tackled immediately, pushed back after a gain of about three or four. You know, I've been, I've been talking about this, and it is kind of nitty-gritty nuts and bolts, but number 55 on the Charger defense, right, Kyle Parin. You see him lined up. He's in down. You know, he's in a four technique. He's out there way out wide trying to get past that right shoulder of the Lake Erie defender as well as guarding the edge because they haven't really run the ball down the middle as much as they had trying to stretch the defense. The same strategy Walsh did last week. Gardner from the gun, three receivers in trips on the right, one to his left, and Devin Brown in the gun two gardeners left takes the snap looks right now looks back gets pressure up the middle and he's going to be taken down that is a sack for this chargers defense right when they needed it and it's going to set up third down 
Here you go. You know, Charger defense just has a way of showing up when they need to show up, right? They really do. It's uh, it's incredible. We we had, I think, two separate picks in the end zone, and that is just what the Chargers needed then against Walsh last week. It's just what they need now, third and eight. And you see that aggressiveness, right? As the field gets shorter, the defense is more compressed. So you don't have to worry so much about pinning your ears back and rushing the quarterback because the field, you have less ground to cover with those defensive backs. Gardner from the gun. He's got three receivers light. Right takes the snap. Looks left, throws left out of the backfield, and it is going to be enough, I think, for a first down. Let's see where the line judge puts it. Might be. Ooh, an excellent spot for the Chargers, and just a little bit short. Fourth and inches. Man, now this is going to be a difficult decision to make. Do you go for it here? I feel like you do. I think your offense has been rolling a little bit. They've got a little bit of a groove, mm-hmm. lots of out routes, lots of short stuff over the middle, and obviously they only need a short right. little game. They also got to be aware that this defense really is a ball hawking. Uh huh. You got to be a special kind of crazy to go for it on your own forty, but not on your opponent's five. So and it is what they do. Go for it, and it is going to be a pass. Uh-huh. Gardner looks left, throws left. Right on that pylon. It is enough for a first down. Mm-hmm. That is the second time that Brown has grabbed it out of the backfield, yep. and he was just wide open in the flat on that left side two plays in a row. Yep, he just kind of slipped out a little route, you know, kind of had his, you know, he had the flat on the left all, the, all by himself out there, no one really in the area. I saw Gardner kind of pump fake. He saw him, but he didn't pull the trigger as soon as he saw his receiver open, kind of double-clutched, and it was a little bit of an awkward throw, and that's why he ends up going out of bounds. It would have been a touchdown if it was a good pass. And now lined up right on that goal line is the storm to give to Brown, who waltzes into the end zone for six, punches it home, and on the board are the Lake Erie Storm. It is now, they're now looking to tie the game up at seven. Yep, and that's kind of the, the situation where, you know, you're darned if you do and darned if you don't on defense where you have two wide receivers out for Lake Erie. So you have to cover those guys, but that, is, that takes two guys out of the box. And no matter, every time they've run the ball, it's not like they've come in with a heavy set where they're telegraphing, we are running the ball here. You know, they're always, they've always had wide receivers out in the pattern. And again, they do play action, a little bit of run pass option. And that really keeps the defense on their heels, keeps the defense honest in situations like this where you're not sure what they're going to do. The extra point is oh! And, and run it back! They're going to look to run it back to Chargers to return uh, and push out of bounds man. at about the 15-yard line. A great block and keeps the Chargers with a one-point edge yep. here early and a great momentum play, especially at, right after oh, for giving sure. up a touchdown. Yeah, John Pearson had to, had to remember his Madden a little bit because, yes, if the defense blocks the extra point, they can run it back into the end zone for two points if they're able to do that. So he took it, and he's kind of paused. He was like, what well, can I do? And then he starts running. So he had, to, he had to remember that. That's a little bit of, like, football. Like, you don't see that often. Oh, of course not. And uh, I think it was more of... Like, he was surprised he suddenly had the ball in his hands. He's like, wait a minute, this isn't right. This is supposed to be going through the uprights. Of course, it didn't. It didn't even get a chance to get past that line. A great push from the Chargers. Fantastic special teams play. And we blocked a punt last week. Our special teams unit, you know, you don't get to talk about them a ton because, you know, they're only in the field for a brief amount of time. But when they do play, I mean, they show up. They really do, and that was part of the Chargers forcing what was listed as five, technically six turnovers. They actually don't list block punts as turnovers for whatever reason, but we got a block punt for a touchdown, of course, four interceptions and a forced fumble. After the missed extra point, Justin Smith back on for the kickoff. Peroni fields it at the 10, 
Looks a straight oh. line cut. He's got oh. an opening. No 30 to the 45. Let's 50. go. Nobody to be. 30, 20, 10. Touchdown. There's a house call for Josh Baroni. Takes it three yards off the kickoff. Let's go. So how about that? How about that? So you're going to block the extra point. Then the same guys in the special team unit are going to go back out for a kick return. Beautiful block. You could have driven a Mack truck through that block right there. Fantastic. And all they needed was Josh Peroni making an incredible cut. He just, he just ran forward. That was incredible. Yep, Lake Erie's got to go back there, collect their ankles. Whoever that was, they are out there broke. And here is Julian Lee on to add to his extra point total. Oh, man. Here's the snap. Hold good. Kick. Also good right through the uprights. Fantastic. And he stays perfect on the season and on his career. You know, that's just fantastic right there. You know, football, you got to win all three phases of the game. And the Chargers will kill you. Look at that. So we got a great offensive drive. Score the touchdown. Of course. Defense did give up the touchdown on that play. But we made it work for it. You know, we, we have a good deep. Got a sack. And then you have special teams who's going to show up, block an extra point, and then take a touchdown back for a score. This has been a great showing, I think, all around for the Chargers this first quarter. I mean, talk about momentum swings. You give up a <laughs> touchdown, you're like, all right, we're tied. We're going to kind of, you just kind of assume the extra point. Right. Nope, blocks that one. Mm-hmm. And then an incredible return where he really had to make maybe one man miss the entire way. Oh, the blocking was beautiful. And, you know, blocking is a thankless job, right? That's the kind of thing you go out there and you do it. But when you do the job right and everything, you got to give props to everybody out there who did their job. Like, of course, the return man is going to get all the love and whatever. But those guys out there doing the dirty work in the trenches, they make it happen. Oh, absolutely. It's the same on offense. The, the most thankless job in football, mm-hmm. the offensive lineman, that left tackle is the most important position on the field. And we're, we are going to have here another man uh, out here to hold. Again, that is number two, Connor Schultz. He was the holder last time. He's the holder this time. Perhaps a new job. Yeah, hey. If, he's, if he does a good job, I mean, right? why not? Julian Lee, Lee couple, now here to kick. Add a couple bucks to that scholarship, you know? I'm sure he would not complain. Boop. End over end. High and short is the kick. Fielded at the 23. Stutter steps. And oh, 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 the, ball. the ball is out, but it is recovered by the storm. And special teams showing up and showing out here in Frank Muddy Waters. Holy cow. They came to play today, didn't they? They really did. And it looked like the returner didn't really know what to do with it. He got it. He kind of did one of those Le'Veon Bell hesitation Uh moves. Got him nowhere. And he just got popped. (laughs) Destroyed. I thought his helmet was going to come off. It's a boom. I actually thought it did. Instead, it was the ball down on the turf. And, you know, heads up play to just dive right on that one. Oh, absolutely. Man, this is this is a fun game. I want to say this has been a fantastic game. It really has. Just a reminder to all you Chargers fans listening in: we are still in the first quarter. We've got a minute thirteen remaining here in the first frame. All right, Gardner from the gun. He's got three to his left, and the give is to Devin Brown, who pushes forward for three or four. We've seen a whole lot of running from the gun with just five linemen out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're thinking. This is usually one of those things where you got a setup and then a payoff, kind of looking to see what they do with this further down the line in the game. And it feels like we've been here so long because of all the stuff that's happened, but it's like we're still in the first quarter. This is sort of the, the feeling each other out phase, you know. Like they're kind of looking at what we're going to do, the looks we're going to give them. They're kind of adjust their looks based off that. doesn't look like they've changed their game plan very much. Here they come again. they got three wide receivers, a tight end, and they got five linemen and a running back. Gardner again from the gun. 
Looks left, throws immediately left. A short little hitch route. Does a little 360. <laughs> Gillick takes him for a dance, but he is going to pick up the first down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... I think they saw that tape, and they said, all right, Chargers are number one in turnovers, getting interceptions. They saw Jackson Gillick, you know, kind of brave. You know, you're like, this is the number one cornerback with interceptions in Division Two. I'm just going to throw the ball right at him. So I think they're going to go with these short timing route balls, nothing deep that any of our guys can kind of undercut the route or anything, be nice and careful. They call it efficiency with the quarterback, right, where you're getting completions, you're getting yardage, but you're not getting turnovers. Fakes the give, looks right, and tapped up in the air. That is the second drop here in just the first quarter, and, of course, the whole game from the storm right through the hands of Nate Dantley. And it batted up in the air for a moment, and that is the end of the first quarter, and the score is your home Hillsdale Chargers 14. You're visiting Lake Erie Storm 6. This has been Christian Peck Dimmitt and Nick Tralia on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. We are going to step away. Hi, I'm Joy, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is President of Hillsdale College, Dr. Larry Arn, on why the Constitution limits government. James Madison writes in Federalist 51 that men are not angels. Their passions and self-interest often get the better of their reason and sense of justice. So we need government in order to protect our rights against those who would take them away. But for the same reason, Madison writes, government must be limited because people in government have passions and interests too. Many Americans today forget this, supposing that we can do away with constitutional limits on government, supposing that the unelected bureaucrats being put in charge of our health care, for example, will rule as if they are angels. If Madison was correct about human nature, this is foolish and dangerous. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To receive a free pocket constitution and declaration, go to constitutionminute.com. Frank Muddy Waters Stadium, where Garrett Eisen, our starting quarterback, has thrown just two passes all game, and we are up 14-6. The Storm have the ball, gets a snap, late pressure, just before he was tackled. Oh, yes, and that's an incredible a tackle. Big, My goodness. Big tackle there on the Charger defense, number seven, Zach Herzog, coming in, making him regret bringing that ball in. That was Eric Daniels. It was, I believe, his third or fourth catch. He's been, you know, a real solid, quick little slot guy for the storm. Mm -hmm. Caught it over the center. Picked up maybe two yards, and, like, they spotted him for four. I mean, a little generous, I'd say. Interesting spot, I will say, but Mm -hmm. uh, dragged down almost immediately. not, Not Christmas yet down there, officiating crew. They're getting a gift, though. What I will say, though, you see this number four. We're talking about Gardner is their pocket passer. With the lack of rushing yards... I think that it's going to be their running quarterback who's going to be the majority of their run game today. And through the hands, that is the third drop. Eric Daniels, his first, his second drop, actually. My Uh, goodness. We are just stacking up, you know, drop balls, a little bit of stone hands from the the storm early, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Butterfingers. They came out in that five-wide pattern. That's the first time they've done it all day today. No running back, no tight end, just five wide receivers out. Couldn't make it happen. That's one where they go back to the sideline and Gardner looks at him just, should I hit you in a better spot? Like, what can I do? Am I throwing it too hard for you? You're a little softer? I mean, I wouldn't complain. Obviously, we've got some uh, some great corners. Go grab that one if mm-hmm. it's a you know, floating duck over the middle. Kind of juggled it a little bit, working on his talent show act or something. Maybe he should be working a little bit more on football. And over the head of Foose goes the punt and... Uh, 
that is some great special teams mm-hmm. work right down at the six. And, I mean, anything you can do, we can do better. A little bit of, you know, <laughs> yeah. special teams play from the Erie. Yeah, they said, okay, fine. Y'all, y'all can take a kick back. Well, we're going to pin you back inside your 10. Hey, I can respect that. And this offense actually hasn't really seen the field in quite a while. Of course, that, you know, a long touchdown drive. And then a returned kick Mm -hmm. almost immediately for the Chargers. And then, of course, another relatively lengthy drive. And all of a sudden, they're in the second quarter. And a pitch to Logan. Tries the side, cuts up the middle, and picks up seven yards. Fantastic. I think I think he was just one missed tackle away from taking that to the house. He was he was one tackle away from getting dropped in the backfield, <laughs> made a man miss, and then all of a sudden was just about to have nothing but green grass in front of him. Yep, fantastic play. What a way to start a drive right there, right? I mean, you're all of a sudden you're out of the shadow of your own end zone, mm-hmm. and you are just a yard, I believe, from picking up this first down. Second and short, playbook is wide open. Under center is Ison. Motion on the left side of the formation. Takes the snap. The give to Logan again, who cuts up nice. the middle and picks up a first down. Yep, they found something that they like on the left-hand side of that Lake Erie defense. They've really been picking on that side there with these kind of pitch plays they're doing. Then right there was just a straight handoff, you know, an off-tackle run and uh, first down. And right after two great runs from Logan Van Enkevort, he is checked out. We have now... Yosef Hissam, Joseph Hissam, rather. Yosef. <laughs> Yosef Hissam uh, there in the backfield, uh, I think as a blocker because we do have Asen in the gun. Two receivers left, one right, takes the snap. The give is the Hissam on the left side mm. who cuts it up the middle. And I don't really like that play call. Yeah. Hissam is incredible in his own right, a great downhill runner. Yeah. But a zone kind of counter on that left side, I, I don't really like that call. Well, I don't know what was going on. I would have checked out of that call. I was looking. I was going to say something. I didn't want to interrupt you. Lake Erie had no safeties out. They had eight men in the box and then three defensive backs out wide. That you, you are asking. They are begging for you to throw the ball right over their heads right there. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't check out of the play, and we lost yards. And a flag here pre-snap. It's probably, I think, going to be a false start. This Chargers offense is already walking backwards. This has been snap infraction. What is a what what is a snap infraction? That is a great question, Nick. I'm gonna have to go with uh, it's close to a legal formation, maybe. And oh. ah, a little uh, we, we're getting a, a signal. Got, it's actually a yeah. little bit of a, a kind of fake snap, so to speak. We've got our rules expert in New York come in telling us we do. Yeah, a little bit. You kind of wiggle the ball a little bit before you snap. From the gun is Ison fakes it, now rolls right, throws right, and out of the hands of Foose, who is lined up as a slot receiver on that play, and now third and 16. Yeah, this is not a fun place to be right now, especially considering we only have four net passing yards for the first quarter. Uh, we're, I think the Chargers have really said we're going to live and die by that run game. And unfortunately, you know, we kind of have to scheme a way to get passes with Garrett, kind of move the pocket like we were saying at the beginning of the game. And all they have to do is right here play the sticks. You don't have to be overly aggressive. I would be surprised if they sent too much pressure here, actually. You know, it's, a, it's one of those punch-counterpunch things where we're starting. We're setting the tone with a lot of runs early. Maybe in the second half you see, you know, a couple shots we take downfield. Right. Two high safeties for the Storm. Takes the snap. Steps up, throws oh, over the no! no! Right through Isaac's hands. He would have more than enough for a first down, maybe even a run to the house. Just a post play over the middle. We needed 16. He probably would have picked up about 18. 
both of his hands and gets a little fist bump from Garrett Eisen putting his head down. He's mad at himself. And uh, on comes the punt team for the Chargers. You know, I'd like to see Garrett throw the ball a little bit more right there. I mean, he put that ball on a line. That was, that was a beautiful pass straight to him, stepped up in the pocket, kind of moved around, evaded some pressure. You know, I think Garrett's really coming into his own, and I think wow. I should trust him. Incredible punt from Jack Shannon, bouncing all the way to the 15. Uh-oh, no. Oh. And he's only going to get it to the 21. <laughs> Punting? From their own 15, the kick goes all the way to the other 15. Jack Shannon, have yourself a day. That, I mean, that, that's fantastic. Spe- I think special teams is probably, they're, they're the brightest light right now shining for the Hillsdale Chargers. I mean, they've got we've got seven of their points yep. uh, of the team's 14, a blocked kick, uh, almost a fumble. It was a fumble, but uh, recovered by the storm. And now what is, in effect, a 70-yard punt. Yeah. Do you, you want to talk about flipping the field right there? That, that That's what you call flipping the field. Literally. That's amazing. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> that Oh, man. I know They don't put punts on Sports Center, Sports Center Top 10, but I'd like to see that one get some love. And you can see the kind of waving of the flags. It's actually, that wasn't really helped too much by the wind either. The wind is kind of uh-huh. side to side on the field. It wasn't like he kind of left it up to dry and kind of got pushed by the air. No. That it was, was just a great kick. It was kind of a line drive, looked like. It really was. And um, on first down, a little hitch play to the outside. Second and two now for the Storm. And we have yet really to see Xavier Bullock in this game, that dual threat quarterback yeah, for the I, Storm. I wonder when they're going to bring him in because Kendall said they were watching him a lot on tape. Sounded like he was going to make something happen that they wanted to counter. From the gun, the give to Bush off the left side. Not Bush, Devin rather. I was mixing up Devin Bush there. Uh, Devin Brown. I had my, uh, my head in Michigan football. <laughs> Uh, but regardless, a first down for the Storm. Yeah, this has got to be a real killer. Like, if you're that offense for Lake Erie, you think you're going to get the ball back, probably at your own 40, maybe the 30 if there's a good punt. No, no, no. You're going to have to go the whole length of the field because of that punt right there. That's really deflating and kind of messes up your kind of play calling too, like where you think you're going to start. It really is. Dropping back to pass. Gardner unloads down center field. No. This time he hauls it in. He throws up the peace sign as he waltzes untouched into the end zone for 70 yards. And you know who that was who gave up the touchdown? Jackson Gillick oh. picking on him there. He just got beat. All he had was a step. You know, he, he lost a step on the wide receiver, just a post route coming in. That was a beautiful pass from the quarterback from Lake Erie. I'm not going not gonna to deny that. Good protection, stepped up, had time, and he touchdown. I mean, we talked about punch, counter punch. We've seen so much of spreading this defense horizontally. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the first shot they take, maybe the first pass that was past 10 yards yeah. is for 70 and, you know, there was no safety in the area to help him out. I was talking about you don't want to kind of over-adjust or kind of getting set up there. The Chargers, we were playing the short pass. We had the guys coming in, kind of stack the box, playing the sticks right over our heads. And in comes Justin Smith. This time, not enough of a push from the Chargers, and right through the uprights goes the kick. It is now 13-14. to 14. Would you have maybe gone for two this early, or you kind of saved that for later in the game? That's that's a good question. You don't want to be in that situation where the game is on the line and to force overtime you have to go for two because going for two, like that's just a psychological thing anyway. But then it's like we lose the game if we don't get it on two here. 
I think you might want to do it earlier rather than later. Some coaches are probably like, nah, you know, like we don't want to have that in our minds where, you know, we're behind. Yeah, like, you kind of want to save it. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Like, like Gary decided to take the, you know, well, I hesitate to say free now, especially since we blocked one, but, you know, take the, the safer option, put point, add that extra point on the board. Of course, and I think you kind of got to wait, you know, if you have to go for two till your offense is rolling. Obviously, that was a great play, but it mm-hmm. was just one play. Absolutely. And then also, that, that sort of kind of shows a lack of confidence maybe in your offense when you do that. You're like, well, guys, you know, it's probably going to be a tight game anyway. You know, you know, if you're the coach, you're probably hoping that we're able to pull away, and it's not even going to – those two points aren't going to matter. I think you got to trust that, that Lake Erie sideline. They have, of course, been playing in some close games all season long. That's right, as we were saying earlier. High end-over-end kick, fielded about the 14. Here goes Peroni, cuts it up the middle to the left, down to the 29. Great blocking again from this Charger special teams unit. They're, they, like we said, they came to play, man. They have been out here, you know, up and down every phase of special teams, every subset. You know, punting, kick returning, kickoffs, field goals. I mean, we've been doing it all today on special teams. Great job to those guys. We really have, and <clears throat> I think it's now time for the offense, this phase right. of the ball, to kind of step up. We talk all season long about opportunities. This is an opportunity. It's not a huge point in the game, but you'd like to just kind of set the tone, say, you you know, you can go down and score, answer us, we'll answer you right back. Yep. The give to Robinson up the center, cuts it along the right side, still moving those legs and picks up five yards on what could have been, you know, only two or three. Churning, churning, churning. Like I said, that's why you do squats, man. you got to hit the weight room in the offseason, come out and pick up those extra yards. And it shows because he was, he just had guys draped all over him, didn't yep. matter, still pushing forward. Yeah, making like you were like a little foolish, uh, like a little boys out there, you know, <laughs> let them get let him get pushed around i mean those are the little things you got to do right like yep. it, it only it only seems like oh he picked up an extra yard or two but all you know if if you only pick up so many on second down here it could set up a third to short that's right icing from the gun now Too takes high. the snap give to robinson up the middle oh. and falls well forward uh, that was another one I yep. thought it was only going to be a yard or two, but turns out to be three or four yep. in just short of that first down line. We're doing a really good job of getting a nice push off the ball, especially when you get into the pile, those blockers, you know, not quitting until the whistle sounds, you know. And out comes Ison, and I think it's time for some of the Wildcat that we saw last game. It's kind of interesting. It is Foose in the Wildcat. Mm-hmm. He's got Robinson to his left, usually a tailback, a slot receiver, a kind of do-it-all guy for the Chargers. Now he's in the gun on third and short. Takes the snap, looks to run it himself off the left side, pushing men forward and picking up a first down. A little stutter step cut in the hole and found it for a first down. Just a nice little window formed, it looked like, between the left guard and the center. He uh, did a great job of just picking his hole and going in. You know, nothing nothing fancy, right? He's got to pick up that first down, not trying to dance around in the backfield or anything. It's like, I got my job to do. And uh, he'll come out having gotten that first down for the team. And a great call from Coach Otter. Perhaps an interesting one to play Wildcat on an important third down, but uh, works out for him. Just got to supplement that run game, you know, keep the defense honest. Ison from the gun. One receiver left, one right. Fakes the give. Now looks right under pressure and overthrown. He took a big pop in that backfield right off his blind side, his backside. Yep. You had a free rusher there, number 21 on the Lake Erie defense. Came in untouched. Jamie or James Vincent Colon. A little French name there. 
But uh, that's something you've got to watch out for. I don't think they've sent any pressure from the defensive back yet. Uh, defensive backs yet. A little corner pressure there might be something that you might want to adjust your blocking scheme around. Same formation for the Chargers, but this time Asen is under center as opposed to from the gun. Deep back is Logan. And he's going to pass from under the gun. Right over the center. Oh, oh a second drop from this Chargers offense. And Asen. You know, his stats might not look so good, but he could have another 30, 40 yards on his passing game if our receivers could haul in this ball right now. Yeah, and I don't know if it's something to do with the weather or what is going on, but both teams have had a really hard time bringing those balls in. And the way that that scheme kind of worked, the way the route was, you take a guy who's normally a blocker, sort of a tight end in the back, and then it's almost like a screen where he just kind of sneaks behind the rushes because Lake Erie was definitely sending pressure, and Garrett got popped on that play. Uh, and when you're doing something like that, putting the quarterback at risk, you got to bring that in for your guy. Third and ten, Ison under the gun, lots of pressure and can't avoid it. Taken down about four yards behind the line of scrimmage is Garrett Ison, and on comes the punt crew. Yeah, that whole drive, especially those last couple of plays, Lake Erie had not been very aggressive with their blitz packages. But here, they were sending that middle linebacker at least every single play, and they weren't hiding it. They weren't being cute. He was lined up right there. I mean, he was either off the left shoulder of the center or lined up against the left guard most of the time. And, I mean, they said, hey, we're going to blitz. Stop us. Let's see if Jack Shannon, our senior punter, can flip the field again. A little motion on the line from the Chargers. We'll change up of protection. And there's the snap high. Well fielded and another good punt. Bouncing at the 18, fielded at the 15. Across the left edge goes Gibson and taken down a little too fancy with his moves there and picks up just a couple down at the 25. And that was number 80, Mike Goolsby, not Gibson rather, who picked up just about seven on the return. And on the 25-yard line comes the Lake Erie Storm off. Why is it that every punt returner thinks that they're Deshaun Jackson or something, right? They they can never just, you know, pick a direction and get 10, 15 yards. They always got to dance around, run backwards, lose yards that they gain because they're trying to get around the defense. You watch too many highlights and yeah. you think, man, I can do this. You got to be, uh, not everyone's Josh Peroni. Not right. everyone can, you know, take <laughs> six on the kickoff. That's but, right. Uh, sometimes you got to just take what you can get. Maybe a little too much NCAA football or Madden or something. <laughs> the give to Devin on the left side. Bounces off a tackler. Not going to get much. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Probably a loss of one depending on the spot here. And we said it last drive. Still rings true. Haven't seen Xavier Bullock yet. Mm-hmm. You kind of wonder why. A lot of teams that switch between will kind of go one drive and then one drive or two to one depending on who you like. Right. We haven't seen I don't think a single snap from him yet. I don't know what's going on. The, the packages that we've been coming out with have basically, they, they've been pass-stopping guys. And you would think that at some point they're just going to come out here with their dual-threat quarterback and start making us pay for only having, you know, we'll only rush three guys sometimes. Or here we have four down linemen. Uh, you'd think they'd try to make an adjustment for that, but, you know, who knows? Taking the snap, plenty of time over oh. the left side, a completion to the 40, to the 45, 50, 45, 40, up the center to the 40, cuts back, 20, 15. Uh, he might take this all the way nope, down nope. to the five. Oh. Just the one yard line. But there is a flag. There is a flag down at the 45 yard line. Way back, and everybody's it's be holding, walking back. It's going to be holding on Lake Erie, it looks like. It, that makes sense because Gardner had an awful lot of time in that pocket. 
before he found Josh Holzer, who just took a 30-yard pass and turned it into right around 70. But both teams are walking back. I think they know what this penalty is about to be. Yeah, I mean, that was a fantastic scheme there. Here's the call. So they are actually still going to pick up yards because it was on the block from wide receiver Nick, mm-hmm. Nate Dantley, I believe actually after the catch because it was 10 yards back yep. from the gain and it was still more than 10 yards because now they are set up at the 40-yard line. So the penalty must have happened at about the 50. That was a really good play design from Lake Erie. What they had was basically they have what's called a clearing route. So they had a wide receiver kind of go up the seam. And what he did was pull the safety out of his area. So the safety vacates the zone in the back to cover that wide receiver. Then their second wide receiver just runs his way into that empty space, gets behind the defense. And that's how that play happened. Fortunately, there was a hold that uh, brought him back. And a pickup of just one from Devin, and it is going to set up a long a spot of two yards. Okay, fair enough. Uh, second and eight here from the Storm, and yet again, more passing downs from Gardner. Yeah, they've been just killing us in the passing game. The rush hasn't really started working for them yet, and, you know, it's very interesting. You know, we've got one, two, three, four, five defensive backs out there and uh, like a hybrid guy, got like a nickel back in sort of the game. We've been able to really shut down their run game with just four down linemen, not really sending too much pressure, not loading the box. And so that puts them in an interesting conundrum where they're having to lean on the pass a little more. Gardner, a check down over the right and faster than his defender and picking up the first down. He had a one-on-one, just kind of picked it up. Faster than ran him out. That was just a little man beater out the, the crossing. Like you're running away from your defender. If you think you've got a guy lined up who can run faster, got an edge on that cornerback, you're just going to do that. You know, get an extra step on your <coughs> defender, pick up some good yardage any day of the week, and then with the yards after the catch, that's a first down. And they are spotted at just exactly midfield for a first down. We are ticking right near five minutes remaining here in this first half, fourteen to thirteen. Uh, your home chargers are up one, but playing defense here. Let's see if we can hold them out and keep the lead going into halftime. This is going to be a very crucial possession for both teams. Gardner takes a snap. Plenty of pressure, a screen, and blown up for a loss of two. Nate Chambers is there. So is Alex Anschultz. And more great play from this front seven. Yep, great discipline. A lot of times, you know, a lot of guys, they'll just kind of go a little crazy. Like, hey, I've got a free release on the quarterback. I'm going to go. It takes really good coaching, really high football IQ for these players to say, hey, wait a minute, something's not right. So like you said, those two players, great job keeping their head on a swivel, noticing the play develop. And I saw Anschutz kind of pull back. He's like, hey, wait a minute, kind of kept his eye on that running back, caught him. A great play here and now second and long, uh, second and 12 for the Storm and an empty set. Three receivers Mm -hmm. to his right, two to his left. Takes the snap. Gardner flat-footed throws right in. Is going to pick up about four, six yards, actually. It's going to be second, third, and six now. Conservative call from Lake Erie. You know, you want to make it a third and manageable. Don't want to try to pick it up all in one play. If you get an incompletion, then it's a third and bad situation. Here, this is not ideal, but the playbook is more open than it would have been previously. Absolutely, and... This is another opportunity for the Chargers, this time on the other side of the ball on defense. Got to give your offense, you know, a spot here. We're down at three minutes, 30 left. You want to give your offense one more shot at the ball before half. 
and you can do it by getting a big stop right here, right now. I wonder if the Chargers are going to send any pressure. They haven't yet on these passing downs. And it is going to be a timeout, and that is going to be the third and final timeout wow. from Lake Erie, and we are going to step away for just a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Once the power-hungry taste power, they want more power. You think that the government saying you shall be fired if you don't take a, a vaccine? Do you, is there anybody listening? Half the country would like to control the other half, and it's fine with being controlled themselves. Listen weekdays right here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And we are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. This is Nick Traley and Christian Pack-Dimmitt calling the Hillsdale Chargers football game where your Chargers are up 14-13. to 13. There's three minutes and 16 seconds remaining in the second quarter, of course, in the first half. And a big play here. Line up on the right hash for third and six is yep. the Storm offense. This is where your money's made right here for the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator for either team. you got to dial up a play that's going to get the first down here. Chargers, like I said, not very aggressive on these passing downs. Again, we're only going to send four with a fifth late blitzer. And they are going to pick it up with a bench route on the right side. Yep. That is number 88, Eric Daniels, who picks up about 10 yards and a first down to the Chargers 37. Yeah, it looks like what they've been doing now, especially recently, is they have a couple of routes that kind of clear out in between the hashes, draw the safeties away. But on the boundaries, yeah, they've been doing a lot of bench routes, out routes, kind of keeping things on the perimeter while they're opening up a lot of space in the middle. And the crowd has now gone eerily quiet as the Chargers miss an opportunity here. But you still got to have that bend-don't-break mentality. You can't give up here. Bush tries the left side and finds a hole. Up to the 30-yard line, going to be just short of a first down. A couple Chargers, I believe, run into each other. Yeah, that was kind of confusing. I was watching that. It looked like we got a stop, but then all of a sudden this guy squeezes out, starts going down, almost got a first down there. That is not what you want to see right here because now Lake Erie theoretically in field goal range. It is second and one now, of course, in field goal range, but only theoretically because of this win that has been knocking balls off tees all game long. And from the gun is Gardner. He's got three receivers in trips to his left, one to his right. In the gun next to him is Bush. Uh, Devin, rather. The give to Devin. Going to lean forward and pick up a first down. Inside of the 25-yard line goes the Storm offense. So Lake Erie has no timeouts left. And this is going to be a very interesting situation because what you're looking at is they cannot. They're going to have to do a quick field goal unit on kick and go if it comes down to the wire. You can't stop the clock for that. So if the Chargers are smart, they keep them inbounds, keep that clock running. They may not, if they end up going for a field goal, they may end up missing it because of the rush, or we, they may not even be able to attempt a field goal uh, because they couldn't stop the clock to get the unit on. Again, three receivers to Gardner's left, one to his right, just about the same formation. The give again to Devin over the left side, finds a hole to the 15 to the oh. 10, cuts it upfield and dragged down at the five-yard line. That is not what you want to see right here. We had had the running game, not necessarily like well bottled up, but we had their number for a while. And, you know, what can go wrong will go wrong and at the worst possible time. And here they seem to have found a rhythm with the run game. And at, at the worst time, really, because we're now under 90 seconds. Remember, the Storm do get the ball to start 
the third quarter. That raises the stakes here, and now they have the ball at the five with a, just over a minute left. They're going to have plenty of time to run their offense the way they want to down at the goal line. Probably expect a pass at some point to stop the clock, maybe. The give over the left side, and there is the Chargers D-line showing up, doing what they've been doing all game long until these last couple of plays, but a big stop there. Yep. Good job to stop that momentum. A lot of times, two really good runs. You know, the defense will start kind of hanging their heads a little bit and then let themselves keep getting slapped around. The Chargers say, uh-uh, here we go. We're only going to let you go this far. The defense kind of on its heels right now, but it's got to bend, don't break. We keep saying that because the Chargers have kept doing it all season long. Let's see if they can do it here. Gardner from the gun, looks right, throws right into the oh. end zone. And there were two guys there for the Chargers. Neither of them really covered them. Alex actually pushed, it looks like, Joe Schneider to kind of try to go cover him. Neither was able to do it, and right over the top goes Eric Daniels, who has been the most p- prolific receiver here for the Chargers. Looks like there was a uh, an unfortunate miscommunication there in the secondary, uncovered right over the top of the defense. Uh, you hate to see it right there. That's just one of those mistakes. You know, like mental football, you know, that's a big deal, and that's going to cost us six points, maybe seven here with the extra point. The snap good, the hold good, the kick also good. And that is seven tacked on here for the Storm, mm-hmm. and it is now going to be 14-20. to 20. The Chargers are now down six. They have just 31 seconds left, though, three timeouts. You wonder if they if they try to take a shot. Not a whole lot of time in the passing game has not been doing a whole lot. Not even Ice's fault either. Quite a few drops. You wonder if you even take a shot at all. Yeah, and them scoring that touchdown and then getting the ball back is really going to change the dynamic of this game, especially if they score again. You have 31 seconds, but the Chargers do have all three of their timeouts. And there was one play where we let Garrett step up and make a nice throw down the field. It was on that third and 16, and we were backed up on our goal line for that fantastic punt. If we allow Garrett to run his offense, we might be in good shape here. You wonder why we haven't seen a lot of straight dropbacks from Ison when when he's had the chance to really let it loose. He's found guys over the middle, and, like, he's made good passes. Yes. A couple of them drops, but you wonder why you don't open up this playbook a little bit more. It may be a question of the protection, perhaps. I'm, I'm not sure if they're entirely confident about our offensive line going against the defense, or maybe it's this Lake Erie secondary. But at any rate, if you get the ball, you're either going to kneel it and take it to half or uh, run, run it, run out the clock, or just let Garrett pass it. A little squib over the center. Fielded at the five is Foos, who makes a man miss. Can't actually make that man miss. Started around him, but then hesitated. And down to the 23 goes the Charger offense. I think that's kind of one of the plays where you have free reign to kind of do that Deshaun Jackson move. Like, do whatever you want. Try to break a big play. Right. Because there's not a whole lot on the line if you don't. Exactly. Just do not lose the football. That is number one rule right there. Ball security. He followed the number one rule, I guess, because the Chargers do still have the ball. And from the gun, interesting formation here. Kind of a tight formation. You see, Lake Erie was expecting to be more spread out. All the defensive backs had to kind of rush in a little closer. It is a pass from Ison, who is going to be taken down in the backfield. And we we talked about it. It might be the protection that's causing them problems here. This is the second or third sack on Garrett today. I I forget. But we're definitely having trouble holding uh, the defense back for long enough 
for these routes to develop. And I think we're just going to let the clock run down to the half here. We do just that. Three, two, one, and the half is done. The score on the scoreboard, the Hillsdale Chargers, 14 points. You're visiting Lake Erie Storm, 20. And this has been Nick Tralia and Christian peck on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. We are going to step away for halftime, and we will be back with you for the third quarter. We are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. This is Christian peck alongside Nick Tralia. And we are counting down. We are just about two minutes and just under 30 seconds away from the second half here as your Hillsdale Chargers are down 14-20 to 20 to the visiting Lake Erie Storm. Both teams 3-3. Three and three. We talked about this pregame. Your home Chargers, three-game win streak. The Storm, three-game losing streak. The difficulty with that is that this, this Storm team is very good. The problem is their record just doesn't show it the way they've been playing recently. Definitely doesn't show it. But they really came out here today, especially in this first half, and kind of set the tone and said, mm-hmm. you know, we're not the, the team that lost three games in a row. You know, our last three games were the team that started the season winning three games in a row. That's right. I mean, they're hungry and they came to play. Their first quarter, not so hot. We had them bottled up a little bit. That second quarter, they really ran out in front of us. 120-plus passing yards just in that second quarter. They also opened up the run game, picking up about 40 yards. So total for the half, right? 53 rushing yards, 199 passing yards. Hillsdale, unfortunately, with only 73 rushing yards. You, you know, that looks pretty good. Four passing yards on only six attempts from Garrett Eisen. Chargers, hopefully at halftime, they found some offense. They were looking around in that locker room trying to find where they left it. Always, as I say, the last place you look for it. But, you know, maybe there's some motivation going on. Like, what do you say in that locker room? And you say, look, we got to get the passing game going, I think, right? Um, we're a really one-dimensional offense at the moment. We had a couple plays when Garrett's allowed to throw. He can he can put the ball down range and put the ball on target. Unfortunately, wide receivers are dropping it. And that's a big problem. Maybe put some stick them on those gloves or something. Find a way to keep you know, bring that ball in, get the reception. You know, drops on both sides really have been an issue. We had, I think, three or four from uh, the Storm, at least yep. two for the Chargers. Ison right now, you mentioned it, one of six, four yards. Mm-hmm. Part of that is she should be, he should be three of six for about 50 yards, and, you know, that hurts him a lot. Both of those uh, plays, both of those drops were on third down where it, it would have extended the drive mm-hmm. through two. So big, important drops. But at the same time, only six attempts in the half. Gerald Gardner, the storm starter, 24. That is four times as many downs. And, of course, they are almost doubling us up in time of possession. This is a Charger team that has been playing so very well in different aspects of the game. I think they need to all put it together and just yep. kind of let, let Ison cook mm-hmm. out there. Let, let Russ get going. Yep. I think uh, Coach Otter may have been in the transfer portal at halftime. All right, I'm going to find some wide receivers we want to catch today. That's that's the tough part. We've got good receivers. They've got to <laughs> play, though. they got to, I don't know, they've, they've got we got to give them a chance mm-hmm. out there at least. Here's Julian Lee to open the half. Big, long boot down, fielded at the 9. Goolsby to the 20, cuts it back, tries to spin out of it, and just to the 23. We have seen a lot of that so far this game where the the Storm, most both returners on both sides, but mostly the Storm, has been trying to get a little too fancy with it, a mm-hmm. little, little bit, you know, one too many moves, and it right. has not worked out for him. Yeah, you know, just a great job on special teams, kind of bottling up, setting the edge really well, staying disciplined in your assignments. A lot of times you'll see people kind of rush to the ball. You know, it's kind of like you're watching little kids play soccer where everyone just kind of chases the <laughs> ball around. 
Uh, they did a really good job. You know, we got guys keeping the edge, making sure it doesn't bounce out. So special teams, I think, has been a really bright light for Hillsdale today, especially when the offense isn't doing much. Still no Xavier Bullock. It is Gerald Gardner, the team's pocket-passing quarterback for the Storm, under center. This time he's in the gun. He's got three receivers to his left, Devin to his right. The give is to Devin, who cuts it up the middle and finds a hole to the left. And up to the 40-yard line, a 15-yard gain on first down and sets up a new first down for the Storm. Yeah, that's a body blow to start the third quarter for Lake Erie. They're coming out with that same mentality, the same hunger they had in the second quarter. They said, we're going to win this football game. Unfortunately, you know, the Chargers, we've been a little defense. We had their number in the first quarter, but they figured out how to, you know, how to get yards on us. And I think we need to go back to the drawing board, maybe stack up the box a little bit more. I would agree, especially when we haven't been seeing a lot of their running quarterback. Mm -hmm. Actually, we've seen none of him so far this game. The give again to Devin, who tries the right side. This time, nothing doing. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Great job there. You know, last week we saw a bit of like a stretch offense, you know, uh, from, uh, what is it, Walsh that we played. And kind of a different game plan here. We really had them figured out. Uh, last week. A little bit of a different look this game. I think the Charger defense um, going to have to find a way to stop this running back, especially when they put up you know, over 100 yards, well passing at least, but now the running game has started to really open up uh, for Lake Erie. I mean, we saw in the second quarter, almost all of their runs between the tackles came in that second frame, mm-hmm. and it has hurt the Chargers. Oh, absolutely. And then the passing game is starting to warm up as well. You know, if we try to adjust, then we throw the ball right over our heads. Uh, Ooh, looks like that left guard got a little bit of a left tackle, got a little bit of an early start. Pressure up the middle, rolling away, throwing away is Gardner just for a moment. I thought Nate Chambers, who has played an excellent game, an excellent season, almost got to Gardner. He was able to slip away. Fantastic job to get pressure on the quarterback there. And then, yeah, like we said, number four, he is not your scramble guy, right? And uh, force him out of the pocket, throws the ball away, and this will bring up third and ten. A great situation. This is where the Chargers want to be, right? Normally, you'd say we're kind of an aggressive defense. You know, that shows with the number one in sacks and number one in picks. But we haven't really sent a ton of pressure on these passing downs. Maybe second half, you say, all right, we're going to turn up the heat a little bit on Lake Erie. Three down linemen again. We've seen that a lot on third down. They do bring extra pressure on the right side. They get to him. Oh, no. Just short of an interception. Kyle Kudla dove and just wasn't able to get his hands under the ball. But regardless, an incomplete pass and fourth down. That would have been fantastic. But yeah, you know, a little bit of a stunt on the right side of the right side of that Lake Erie offensive line there. Great job to get pressure, force that early pass. They were kind of killing us. The quarterback, you know, he wasn't spending a whole lot of time back there. You know, Bill Walsh, you know, he has that West Coast offense of Joe Montana, kind of a one, two, three throw. It's all in the footwork. They've been doing a great job of getting the ball out fast, but that time the rush was faster, couldn't get his feet set. Not a great pass, and here we go, forcing that fourth and ten. Hamidi Diallo off his left foot just outside of the reach of a special teamer for the Chargers. Bouncing at the 15, rolling to the 11, down to the 10. And they're trying to wave it a little bit, but it stops right at the 9. And that is where the Chargers' offense will start here in the second half. I wonder if there's anything in the rule book that says that special teams can't bring out these little brooms from that ice game. You know, it's in there. A little curling action? Yeah, yeah, that's the curling, yeah. It's in there, kind of a little broom, kind of clear the way for the ball. That's just what they were trying to do. It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. They were trying to wave the air above the ball, trying to get the, to go a little farther. We do have a little bit of wind today, maybe helping that punt. 
right, here we go. Let's see what the Chargers decide to do on offense. Got to get something going here. Eisen from the gun, the give over the left side, lowering his shoulder. That, who was that as the ball carrier? Not someone we've seen before. Very interesting call there. Yeah, I couldn't see. Looks like no gain on that run. Just a little off-tackle run to the left side of the formation. Like we were saying, you are kind of in a rough spot right here where your first objective is to get out of the shadow of your own gold post so you give your punter uh, space to kick. Though, he doesn't need that much room to get a booming 75-yard punt. But being a little conservative here. Play action. action. Icing over the middle to no one in particular. I think just kind of a screen pass he had to throw away. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to set up a screen there to number five on the Charger offense. Unfortunately, looked like he was covered up. He's kind of had to throw the ball over his head out of the reach of the defender. That That's almost kind of a heady play where you're, you're getting pressure up the middle. He was almost sacked, but great coverage on the screen as well. Great mm-hmm. pressure from the storm, and he kind of just got to eat this one, you know. Good gain, discipline. Gain nothing. Yeah, good assignment football from Lake Erie on that play. Dropping back to pass and more pressure. Uh, Just about every time Garrett Eisen has dropped back straight to pass from the gun, there has been almost immediate pressure, especially off of that left side. He has had almost no time to throw this ball. Absolutely. I think this is the fourth or fifth time, I believe, that Garrett's been sacked, and it's always on these passing downs. The you know Lake Erie defense, they're not overly aggressive until they get you in those passing downs, and they just have our number right there. Whatever their blitz package is, they're calling. Garrett does not have time to stand in and throw. And that was a big third down to kind of start this game. Now Jack Shannon has his heels just short of the end line in the end zone. That's where he grabs it. That's where he punts it. And another booming one. Absolutely incredible punt. Take a good hop. Take a hop. Yard line. He takes it off oh. the hop. Makes a man miss up to the 30 to the 40 and drag down. And there's a short there the is there is a flag down. There is a flag down. It looks like we may have had an illegal block in the back behind the kick returner. We'll see what the call is. It's either going to be holding or block in the back, I think. You know what? I saw just about the same thing. I'd be surprised if it wasn't one of those two things. More interesting, though, was Zach Rodman, the defensive tackle starter for the Storm, was getting a little chippy with Jack Shannon, our punter. Yep. And Nick playing some great referee from up here makes the perfect call and back to the 15. Oh, my God. Jack Shannon is about to make his own bid for special teams conference player of the week. Oh, absolutely. I think he's already done it here with his second literally field flipping putt. (laughs) Fantastic job. And you were talking about Lake Erie getting a little chippy at the end of the game. I was talking to some buddies of mine in one of my classes. They play football, and they were saying that Lake Erie is kind of a chippy team. So maybe expect that to come out a little bit now that they're getting a little cocky that they're ahead maybe. Throw over the left side, another quick out route, and some great tackling was not able to slip away from Jackson Gillick, who has not made the presence, his presence felt as much as he was last game where he had three interceptions against Walsh. Yeah, and I think they're doing a great job of kind of eliminating him from the equation. There's not a lot of balls that kind of float up there, not a lot of telegraphed plays at all. I mentioned Bill Walsh because he was a timing route offense, right? So this quarterback isn't sitting here and he's like, I'm going to scan, scan, scan. Look, it's all based on his feet. He's going to see, I have one read, I got my quick guy, and he's going to be open. I'm just going to trust that he's going to beat his man. Kind of a one-read offense, go 
uh, no room for any defensive backs to sniff anything out. That is exactly what they've been doing so far. This time, the give to Bush, who tries the left side. And still going. He was dragged down well in front of that 30-yard line. He just kind of kept pushing. He had a Chargers on him yep. for probably seven or eight yards and just kept his legs churning. Yeah, bet you he could squat quite a bit probably. <laughs> I I would not disagree. I think that's uh, I think all these guys could out-squat <laughs> me by quite a lot. Yeah, I, I would not doubt it. <laughs> And uh, just a little RPO there, kind of a one-op, you know, he's got his one pass option. If it doesn't quite show up, he's going to hand the ball off. A weird formation. He's got Devin in the left to play action, and Gillick makes another great tackle. Mm, Getting a little chippy down there a little bit. And just a little bit after the play, these guys are starting to just a little push, a little shove, maybe yep. maybe one extra word. Not enough for a penalty, but but just enough to, you know, they kind of know there's a little right. bit of ill will. Right. you, you got to imagine they've been jawing at each other. You know, the, the master of trash talk has probably got to be Shannon Sharp when he played in the league. <laughs> uh, there's a story where he got the phone number of the girlfriend of one of the guys he was going up against, and every down he would recite uh, the phone number to the guy who was covering him. I don't think they're getting that good. And there goes Gardner, who's going to pick about seven yards. There is a flag behind the play. I don't think we're quite that good at trash talking, <laughs> especially based on, you know, what we get from our crowd, <laughs> which is, I think, good in its own right. Yeah, there is a flag, though, probably holding. Holding, number 70, offense. It is offensive holding and yep. bouncing that Lake Erie offense back 10 yards. Yeah, I just remember a lot of times trash talking in the student section results in us looking up the ACT scores of the school we're playing. Some acceptance rates, <laughs> right. maybe. G- uh, average GPA. Of course, average GPA. Graduation rates, stuff like that. Uh, usually Hillsdale is just about top in every single one of those, and the other two max schools not so much. So that's a, uh, a bragging point for some of these less athletically inclined students. <laughs> All right, here we go. Second and long. Got four wide receivers out wide in the pattern. Drops, dropping back to passes. Gardner unloads deep down the right side and over the head of Eric Daniels, who was actually open. It he, he was, he was just a, a miss there. Very fortunate that that ball sailed on the quarterback. And if that had been on the money, it looked like it would have been six points. You know, you have those two high safeties, and something is middle of the field open and middle of the field closed. So middle of the field open is when you have your two wide safeties outside of the hashes. And so everything in there is basically green grass. They threw it right in between the safeties, and if it was a well-placed ball, and you're looking at probably a touchdown. And Eric Daniels nearly burnt this Chargers secondary for his second 50-plus yard receiving touchdown of the game. Instead, we have third and 16. Here we go. Let's see if the Chargers send any pressure. We only have three down linemen. We send two late rushers to the linebackers. And out of the hands of his receiver and laying on the turf with his helmet in the ground is that receiver after diving and missing that ball. And it brings up fourth and 16. The ball is going back to the Chargers. Fantastic defense right there. The, uh, the the quarterback, you know, we weren't getting a lot of pressure sending four guys 
And so we sent a few rushers in, but do like what's called a, a delayed blitz, where you have the linebackers, they kind of sit back like they're in coverage, and they wait for the rush, the pass rush to develop. They kind of read the protection that the offensive line is giving, then they'll go in the open space. Great job there. Almost got a hand on that ball as quarterback was throwing it. Really rushed Gardner, made him make a very difficult falling away throw. You know, this is the Charger defense you kind of expect, bringing a lot of pressure on the quarterback those last couple plays in the drive. Short punt, bounces at 45 and fielded at the 46 as it took a Lake Erie bounce, and a special teamer said, no more of that. Yep. And that is where this is perhaps the best starting field position for this Chargers offense yes. all game long, and they're going to need it. They have not been getting very much going at all, especially in that pass protection game that has really made Ison struggle back there. And, you know, you notice that we called a bit of a screen play down at the, you know, on that last drive we were down there. That's just one of the ways that you can counter a really good rush from a defense, right? Kind of punish them for being aggressive. We'll see what we dial up here on this drive. Ison from the gun. He is dropping back to pass. Looping pass. Nice. Over the head to Jack Robinson who bounces Let's off go. the defenders and picks up about eight yards on first down. That's what you got to get. Eisen has not been playing a bad game. No. What's happening is he's getting a lot of pressure. He's been on the turf a lot. So get him him a freebie. Get him a a nice, easy pass out Mm -hmm. to his running back out of the backfield. Yep. Make him feel good about it. And, wow, they're going to spot us for 10 yards and first down. Very generous. We'll say, you know, that little swing pass out there does a really good job of just avoiding the rush. Doesn't chip anybody. Just kind of sneaks out throw it over the defenders and you know now it's going to make Lake Erie think twice about sending a ton of pressure though they are showing it right now but they're going to back out in the coverage it looks like. Ison gives to Robinson a flea flicker to throw oh, yes! and a throw it the right side no, oh, no! no! the hands of Austin Williams that would have been a 50 yard touchdown a little pitch to Jack Robinson who pitched it himself to Tesla coming over from the left side of the formation and just released a bomb uncorked to Williams who was wide open had two Man. or three steps on anybody Shoot. on that Lake Erie defense. A double reverse flea flicker. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And we almost saw a touchdown off of it though second down and ten now. Ison a pitch to Robinson who tries the left side. Uh, that hole closed very quickly. Robinson decided to try to bounce it outside. Unfortunately, that edge rusher for Lake Erie was wise to and was able to move back outside, close off that lane. No gain, if anything, if we didn't lose a yard on that run. And they are going to spot us for a loss of one. And so very quickly we go from what would, what should be six on the board to third and 11 behind the sticks is Garrett Ison. Yep, and this is right where Lake Erie wants us, right? We have not been able to get anything together on these long passing downs. It's an obvious passing down for Ison, who drops back, looks over the right side of the field, and over the head of Austin Williams. He took a big shot, and he pounds the turf as he gets up. He is mad. He missed a receiver there that would have grabbed the Chargers a first down. Yeah, that's a very dangerous throw right across the middle of the field in between the hashes. I wish we had better protection. I think that's part of the problem right here. With I mean, Garrett has been putting the ball on the money whenever he has the opportunity to. Unfortunately, you know, we only, we only really ask him to pass when he's in these bad situations where he's going to have pressure in his face. I just think we need to figure out how to – step one really is going to be eliminate this pass rush from Lake Erie, and then everything else from there can develop. Jack Shannon after punt. Off that right leg and bouncing at the 20. Takes a charger roll down to the 10, and that is just where it's going to stop. And i got to agree. I think you got to let 
don't know. I think we saw a lot, especially go way back to the homecoming game. The first time we saw Ison, we saw a ton of rollouts. We saw a ton of straight passing mm -hmm. from the gun where you had a ton of protection. You had what essentially was a jumbo package, and we'd pass every time right. out of it. You have, you have two receivers, Isaac Tesla and Austin Williams, who almost yep. hooked up for a touchdown. <clears throat> very, very good dynamic playmakers. Yep. And I think that's all you really need. Put everyone else in protection. Make sure Ison has the time to make a play. Yeah, right now we got that little bit of a turnstile offensive line. Just kind of letting everybody get in. You're walking through. You know, come on in. Swipe a fast pass to the quarterback. <laughs> We've got to get that figured out ASAP, I think. Subway station etiquette is not yep. so good uh, <laughs> down at the line of scrimmage. Yep. In some cases, they're not even swiping their Metro card. They're just jumping right over the gate and hitting the quarterback. And we do need some policemen down there right now. <laughs> uh, stop them but on the other side the Chargers defensive line has been showing up pretty well I think they gotta really step it up right now absolutely right here <clears throat> looking over the right side a little bubble screen and nowhere to go great tackling from that front seven fantastic job from the Charger defense you know I saw there was single high safety Zach Herzog I saw him he was kind of in the middle of the field closer to the hash towards our side kind of the right hash he sniffed that out before the ball was even snapped I saw him running over to that side you know he must have seen something in his film study or something and he's like hey that, that's that screenplay right there. Great job on him to snuff that out. It's that wheel route. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've been watching film too, huh? <laughs> Watch this. Well, that is exactly what Zach Herzog did. Sniffed that one out from the very beginning. Booked yep. it before the play even developed. Fortunately, Cam Newton is not on the other side of the ball <laughs> for Lake Erie. Third and eight and a looping pass nearly no intercepted. My goodness, but instead a catch for just enough for a first down, about 11 yards. Had to climb the ladder for that one. That he was really did, my goodness. And that was essentially a jump ball. Yes. Put it in, you talk about quarterbacks putting it in the best spot for their, their receiver, nobody mm. else to get it. He did about the opposite. He did it where <laughs> either the receiver or the corner had a 50-50 shot at it where it really did not need that at all. Yeah. He probably said, hey, <laughs> I, I, that's one of those situations where wide receivers like, hey, I got you, I got you right here, you know, and you just throw it up. The give to Bush, who tries the left side, and more of this front seven for the Chargers really stepping up. The second quarter was explosive for that run game. We haven't seen much of it since. No, not really, and I'm kind of surprised that they haven't leaned on it much more. Um, you know, like, see right there, that play, we snuff it out, but their pass game has been honestly explosive right now and going back to them i know you want to kind of keep the clock churning right you're ahead they are killing us in time of possession you know when we were coming back from the half the bit out they had the ball about twice as long as we did and you know all they want right now is that clock to be triple zeros at the end of the game gardner now from the gun he's got two receivers right now three to the left drops back to pass looks right short and Diving forward for, I think, the first down right on that line to gain. We'll see where the spot is. It's either going to be third and inches or a first down. We'll see what the spot is. I don't think it much matters. We saw them go for, and we do have an offsides call that is declined. And they do spot them for the first down. We won't have to see go. another fourth down try from their own territory again. <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure they're more than willing to uh, to pull out the risky stops. Uh, oh, absolutely. In a game where they probably, you know, going into this, weren't really expecting to be 
leading, you know, playing such a commanding game so far. Well, I don't know. When you're coming in with, like, a three-game losing streak, you almost have this, like, what do we have to lose mentality, you know? So they came in, they said, all right, you know, why not go for it, you know? And that is just what they're doing. The give to push over the right side and more great tackling down. A loss of one, maybe even a loss of two, second and 12 now as we tick under four minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Yeah, this Charger defense has done a great job during this third quarter, kind of keeping that offense of Lake Erie bottled up right here. No big explosive play so far that we've allowed. We, we had that one almost touchdown that was, I think it was really the pressure that caused him to either pull the trigger on that ball a little earlier than he wanted to, but we were doing a better job of getting pressure on the quarterback and getting stops. Now from the gun is Gardner. Two to his left, one to his right. Dropping back to pass. Late pressure. Through the hands and intercepted. The linebacker came out of nowhere. That was actually the free safety. That was Joe Schneider with his third interception on the season. Making an incredible play right through the hands of the eerie receiver. And directly into the hands of Tuna. And we, <laughs> that's right, Joe Schneider. Tuna coming in. Uh, <laughs> tuna can, can he? <laughs> but... Uh, Great job. The pressure. Uh-oh. Are the refs saying whether or not he looked like we had a little bit of a deliberation down there? And they will give it back to the Chargers. Nice. Way to make the right call there, refs. <laughs> <laughs> they really they really talked for another about 30 seconds just to same, come to the same call they had before. We don't have here in Hillsdale College any review. We, we're not sending it up to New York for anything. That's right. So it is just on... Uh, you know, kind of the, the naked eye of the referees. But great job. I mean, it was really the pressure that forced that right there. The quarterback, he made a bad decision, right? He had pressure in his face. He throws the ball a little earlier than he wanted to, gets tipped by the wide receiver, and uh, right into the hands of our linebacker. The give to Logan, who tries the left side, not able to reach through a defender, but he does pick up five or six. And we talk about opportunities all the time. I keep harping on this. This is a big one for the Chargers. Oh, this is critical right here. I think this is the best field position we've had. We've yet, we have yet to be, I believe, in the red zone, right, against uh, Lake Erie. So this is a situation right here where we got to get together and say, hey, guys, listen up. The defense, they did their job. They got us the ball in fantastic territory. We're behind. We haven't really been showing up this game. And, you know, offensive line, they need to protect Garrett. Garrett's in the gun. Now three receivers to his right, one to his left. Logan in the gun on his right. The give is to Logan. Tries the left side. Slips the tackle in the backfield. Oh, yes. it upfield. Just short of the first down marker. That was nearly disastrous. And instead, it's going to be third and short. Just made one guy miss. Fantastic play. You know, could have been a disastrous situation. Ends up turning it upfield. Now it's third and manageable instead of a loss of yards. And that is huge because the last couple of drives, we have put Garrett in just about the toughest position he can be yes. throwing on third down behind the sticks. Now on third and two, you got a wide open playbook. Mm -hmm. Maybe in maybe even four down territory? I would say so, honestly. Um, or if you feel really confident, go for that field goal because of that missed extra ball. QB sneak. Garrett's going to take it himself, and it looks like he picked up the full two yards required. And we do have an injured Storm player down in the field. He does get up. Looks like he's holding that right arm. Yeah. And he's not going to get no. Uh, I he's, think he's staying on the field. He's kind of deliberate. Maybe he's just a little cold. You know, maybe he's just rubbing it, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Rubbing up that upper arm shoulder area. It looks like he can barely move that right arm. But he's going to be, he's about to be a down lineman. And, of course, that right arm not down in three stance formation we have Garrett Ison from the gun 
The give to Logan, who tries it right up the middle, picks up two or three. You wonder why he's not checked out. I don't know. That's the, oh, there he goes. And now he still has not moved that right arm an awful lot, and number 83 for the Storm has now checked out. We've got second and eight for the Chargers. You know, I would like to see a little bit of a, maybe not a pass right here, unless it's a high percentage pass, because, you know, incompletion, that puts you in a third and eight, and that's a really bad spot. But, you know, just a quick high percentage throw, four yards or something, I'd like to see that right here. Give Ison a little bit of confidence. He's from the gun. Play action. Rolling right. Looking right. And outside of the reach of his receiver. Yeah, you hate that because now you are in third and long. You kind of throw it behind him a little bit. I mean, that was the perfect play you wanted, right? You get him out. You move the pocket. He kind of rolls out. He has his little halfback kind of slips out behind the defense and just threw it behind him, unfortunately. That was, I think, the first time we've seen Garrett have time and just not make a good throw. Mm-hmm. Just missed his receiver, which happens to everybody, but he's just there's a smaller margin of error when he hasn't had very many passing attempts at all. And here we go. Dropping back to pass, looking right, throwing right. Yes. Here's Austin Williams who tries uh, to cut up field. Short. He's going to slip. If he could have made that move, he would have picked up a first down but loses his footing, and it's going to be second or fourth down, rather, in two. Fourth and two. Now, this is big decision time right here. It's still a one-possession game. I'm not Otter. If I am, I'm keeping that offense on the field, maybe taking a timeout. It looks like there's some sort of deliberation right now. It sounds like a clock issue. It sounds like the play clock wasn't. The officials are talking at right around that 30-yard line, and it does give Lake Erie time to substitute. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. And there's number 83 back on. He looks like he's moving that right arm pretty well. It is a game clock issue. It was at 53. Now it will be dropping down to 48 seconds remaining here in this third quarter. Okay, and the offense is going to stay on the field fourth and two. A couple of things could happen here. You could see now, you could see what's just called a hard count where the offense is just going to go here. Draw them off sides. Doesn't look like they that, They are though. actually going to play. Rolling right is Ison. He's going to take, take it as well. And he is going to be well short. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Just not enough there. And a huge play from this Lake Erie defense who now have the ball again. I don't know. You know, you think about whether or not you're going to go for it. If you kick the field goal and make it, then it's a three-point game thanks to that missed extra point in the first quarter for Lake Erie. You know, now you're really in a high-pressure situation because, you know, if you get those three points and then Lake Erie scores a touchdown, you can still score a touchdown and stay in the game. But now if Lake Erie busts some, now there's a lot of pressure. Defense must get the ball back for the offense, and the offense must score a touchdown probably on this next drive. We saw in the first quarter a lot can happen in just a quarter. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but still, leaving him just the fourth to get going, you know, not mm-hmm. very good. I don't know. I, I don't really agree with that play call to just roll Ison outright. Not the mo- Like, he's got, he's got foot speed, but not the most mobile quarterback ever. And I think you have a much better shot of just letting him push forward for maybe two yards than you would right. him picking it up on the outside. I, I'm very surprised that they didn't go with Alec. Uh, you know, if you wanted to run it, why don't you put Foose in the Wildcat and let him run it up? We've had some success with that formation. Um, just an uh, interesting play call. I mean, you don't want a Monday morning quarterback, but 
And now we have the end of the third quarter. This has been Christian Peck Dimmitt and Nick Tralia on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We are going to step away for a moment. The Virtual Voyage. Oh, look, here's our bus driver, Mikael. Everyone say hi to Mikael. Now I'd like to invite you to grab your seats, buckle up, and enjoy the view of the city, Tel Aviv. Travel through the streets of Israel with Abigail Snyder. So as we're driving out and you're looking around and maybe trying to stay awake, Tel Aviv has only really started to be such a bustling city in the last 100 or so years. Only on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Nick Tralia on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. And down from our station in New York, we just got facts. Our, our, uh, our stat sheet for the game. And the Chargers still only have six first downs all game. Yeah, you know, I, I read something in the news, right? A record number of Americans have quit their jobs, and it sounds like the Chargers have joined them on offense. We, we've had nothing going on here. Um, the offensive line has not, been Garrett, has not been giving Garrett time to, you know, play his style of football, right, pass the ball, have time to let uh, plays develop or anything. We're just in a lot of trouble right now. And another out route and another completion for Lake Erie. They have stretched our defense side to side. They have run out routes from the slot all game long, and it has hurt our defense. Absolutely. I mean, they're a track team, just like kind of Walsh was last week where they're trying to spread us out, run these routes, you know, use their speed, you know, say our speed can beat your speed, and it looks like they've been right. You know, right now they have 246 passing yards all game, and, you know, the game isn't even over yet. The Chargers have just 20 right now. The give to Devin, who tries the left side, and more run stuffing from the Chargers. A little bit of duality here where maybe the outsides of this Chargers defense haven't been playing all that great, aside from the pick from Joe Schneider. Mm -hmm. Whereas up front, especially that front seven, front four, have been playing very well. It is now third and six for this Lake Erie team and the Chargers need a stop right now as the fourth quarter begins. Absolutely. If you could force a three and out right here, that would that would do like a wonders for our team right now. Offense gets back out there. Hopefully they score. Let's see if we choose to bring pressure. We haven't yet really. Gardner, four-man rush, and finds Eric, who picks up the first down, picked up about 10 yards. They're now marching up to the 46-yard line. Eric Daniels has been by far their best ball player all game long best skill player out there for the storm absolutely i mean there is a connection they talk about like wide receivers and quarterbacks having chemistry but absolutely you got the quarterback right here you know we were talking at the beginning of the game hey maybe we're gonna see you know xavier bullock come in with some dual threat action but i think you know they said hey we don't need him we're just gonna throw the ball for 300 yards today and another out route on the left side and another pickup of five or six yards Especially when you give up that kind of medium gain on first mm-hmm. down, it really opens up the playbook for the for the rest of your drive. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, this is kind of like you know, people accuse like Josh McDaniels of the Patriots, you know, especially at the height of Tom Brady. It's like, oh, they run a dink and dunk offense, you know. But this is what they're doing right here. They're gonna they're gonna throw for five yards every play, and then you're gonna adjust for it, and then they're gonna have one massive play they're gonna rip on you. Uh, the running game has been solid for them, but I would say that the reason that they're winning right now is because of this passing game right now, 250 yards plus already uh, through the third quarter. The air attack has been killing us. Play action deep over the middle, and a pickup there up it is. to the 2015 
10, and right as we talk about it, it happens. A little play action over the center. Didn't really freeze the linebackers. Don't got to worry about the run too much, but just enough for a step for the receiver, and that is Peyton Brown's second touchdown of the game. He's now over 150 yards receiving alone in this contest. Yeah, this is... Now you're in a really rough spot, right? So assuming they make this extra point, it's going to be 27 to 14. It's a two-possession game. So the defense is only going to have to get one stop. I, I think that the most we could squeeze out of this are probably going to be three possessions. But I think realistically, we're going to have to score a touchdown mm-hmm. or, at, or at the very least get a field goal. Defense is going to have to get the ball back for us. And then we get one last drive, do or die, uh, touchdown to win the game or field goal. Uh, to uh, yeah, we win the game as well, right? So 21, 20. No, we, we couldn't use a field goal even. That'd be 24 to 27. So we need to score two touchdowns, actually. And we now are now waiting on... There was... They were lined up in their offense to go for two. But Lake Erie will be calling a timeout. We're going to keep it here uh, because they usually take real quick and we don't want to miss this two-point attempt. Uh, from Lake Erie, but it it makes you, you you can't help but think back to that Chargers attempt on fourth down Mm -hmm. just one drive ago where they couldn't pick it up, came away with no points, and now you wish you had a field goal, and of course you wish that you had picked up that first down. Because if you had the field goal, let's say they make the two-point conversion, so that would be 17 to 28, which uh, is an 11-point game. So I guess it doesn't matter, actually, because you'd still need two touchdowns. No, well, you could go for two. And That's right. That field goal. It'd be, of course, that'd be very tough, but it, it makes it a little bit more manageable. It gives you more. I, I guess it gives you more options, right? So you don't. Exactly. You you do not need to score a touchdown on both drives, whereas, you know, now every drive after this, we have to score a touchdown. We can't allow any points to be scored. And then we have to score a touchdown after that. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on both sides of the ball who have not been playing particularly well in this quarter. Gardner from the gun, two-point try, lobs it up, 50-50 ball for no one at all. And that leaves the score 26 for the visiting Lake Erie Storm to 14 for your home Hillsdale College Chargers. We're now in a bind down 12, which is 12 minutes and 37 remaining. Plenty of time on the clock, but the offense really needs to step up. This is a time when Ison's got to have kind of a short memory. You mm-hmm. kind of throw out the first three quarters. It doesn't matter my stats. It doesn't matter that I've been hit an awful lot back right. there. I got to show up right now. And it's going to start right here. Special teams has really been, if you want to talk about who's been playing the best thing, special teams is really showing up today for the Chargers. And right here, they could really get something going, like momentum, right? You get a nice return here down to the 35, maybe 40-yard line, get everybody fired up. I think that'd be a great way to start this series. Like, I mean, the next 12 minutes and 37 seconds, you're like, this is a brand. This is how you think about it. This is a brand new ball game, right? Absolutely. We're going to score a touchdown. We're going to stop them, and we're going to score another touchdown. And that's all you're thinking about right now. Nothing else that happened at all up to this point in the game matters. And I think that's the perfect mindset to have. I think it's the only one you could have right now. Of course, down 12 with just 12 minutes left. And Justin Smith is on to kick it away. Peroni and Foose, as they have all game are back deep to receive. All right, here we go. Let's see if the wind knocks the ball off this time. It is staying up all on its own, and there is the kick. Long and end over end. 
and bouncing in the end zone. They're not going to give the Chargers a chance at a return, and so it will be the 25-yard line where this offense gets ready to go. All right, here we go. Let, let's see what happens. We haven't really come out in a jumbo set, really, at all that I could think of, right? And that's something that we've done before to try to counter a big pass rush. We might want to come out, bring a tight end in as a pass blocker, kind of give up one receiver to give Garrett just some extra time to get the ball off here. And it looks like that's just what we're doing, a jumbo set with Jack Robinson to his left, three receivers to his right, Tesla, Williams, and Foos. Takes the snap, the give to Robinson across the right side, trying to outrun a defender, and he does. Can't really get the corner, but is able to pick up two or three yards. Yeah, just a little outside run there to the edge, trying to see if we can get something happening. Maybe use that speed to find the edge, turn it upfield. Nothing doing there. It hasn't showed much this game, but you got to remember this Chargers team does have a lot of dynamic playmakers. Mm-hmm. They just really haven't had a chance to get going and get out into space. We're keeping that tight end on the line here to help the pass. Oh, he's going to go Bison out. rolling left, throwing left. There's Tesla waiting and catches at the 35, puts his head down, and that's just what he does. He gets out of bounds at the 44-yard line and stops the clock and gives the Chargers a first down. I think that was the exact right play. Roll out. Not only are you playing jumbo set, extra mm-hmm. protection, but you're also rolling out, giving ice in a much wider frame to throw that ball doing everything you possibly can to give him the best chance to find an open receiver and wide open was isaac tesla and they do pick up the first down tesla's now in the slot to the right along with foos on the left side is austin williams in the gun jack robinson motion foos from the right side the give to robinson cuts it on the left side picks up two or three yards I think it's the second time we've seen kind of faking a little jet motion here where the wide receiver comes in, Garrett will hand it off to the running back, but then fake like he's going to hand it to the wide receiver. This might be setting up something later. I wouldn't be surprised if later down the line we see a play, fake the handoff to the running back, but then give it to the receiver. It's just those little things, the little extra you know, wrinkles in that offense that maybe makes one or two linebackers freeze and allows you to pick up just a couple more yards. Exactly. Again, the jumbo set for Ison, who's in the gun. Motion on the left side of the formation. Takes the snap. Fakes the give. Looking over the center, finds Tesla, who takes nice. the hit, stays on his feet. Cuts back to the 40, pushes to the 45. Still, the ball is moving down to the 30-yard line. Isaac Tesla has come alive, and this Chargers offense is deep into Lake Erie territory. That's how you do it right there. One big play, right? You got the crowd electrified. It was pretty quiet for a while. But, I mean, that's what it takes right there. Just a big play. Bouncing off that guy. I'm going to push the pile, get that first down. Fantastic play here. It was literally just the Chargers all in a pile against Lake, <laughs> half of Lake Erie's team and pushed for probably 10 full yards. That's like rugby right there is what it looked like. Yeah. It really did. Under center now is Ison. First time this drive. Deep back is Jack Robinson. Fakes there the it is. Austin Williams. The no. Tripped up a shoelace oh. tackle from Lake Erie. And he could have busted that for probably 10, 15 yards. Got it. So that's just what I was talking about, right? They faked the handoff, and then they gave it off to the wide receiver for that jet sweep, but just caught him by his shoelaces. And a loss of one on oh, first man. down, but, man, just so very close, probably about six inches from taking it right, maybe kids, into the house. Kids, that's why you always triple lace. That's... <laughs> Keep those shoelaces short. Yep. Ison from the gun. Looking over Step the center, up. steps up, throws up left side, oh, too long for a well-covered receiver tight end, Will Conrad, down the center. I think that was the best protection he's had all game, right? He had time to sit back there and be comfortable and throw, and 
good on him. A lot of a lot of people that have been taking hits like that would maybe try to get it out quicker mm-hmm. just because they know pressure has been coming all game long. But good on him staying patient. Uh, it did not work out, though. Yeah, I mean, he had a great window in front of him. He's like, hey, this is pretty nice, you know. Actually, I actually got a chance to throw. Right. Like, I like having an offensive line. Now it's third and long. In danger of letting this drive stall. Ison dropping back the pass again, avoiding pressure. Oh, oh big hit no. deep in the backfield. Tried to avoid pressure for a moment, but just too much back there. And all of a sudden, it's fourth down, and you might even have to keep. That's what they're going to do. It's fourth and 13, and this offense has to stay on the field. Well, this is what we were talking about, where you say, all right, if we had taken that field goal, we could take a field goal in this situation. If it was 17 to 26, uh, we could have taken a field goal, but we would have had to gone for two later. Unfortunately, now on fourth and 13, we're going to have to make something happen. And this is right where Lake Erie wants us. They're going to pin their ears back, send some pressure, Hopefully we find a man open Tyson down here. from the gun. Looking long over the center. Delivers. Oh, oh, what a play. First down in the red zone. Isaac Tesla and Garrett Eisen have put this team on their back with the game on Holy the cow. line. A huge Holy first cow. down. What a catch. You know, it's Tebow time, baby. Right, The offense is showing up in the fourth quarter. Here's what's going on. All right. They needed that. Fourth and 13, it seemed like all hope was lost. The crowd had gotten quiet again, but a fresh set of downs and a fresh shot at a touchdown as we tick below nine minutes remaining here. Uh, looks like a timeout called timeout by Lake Erie, Lake I think. Erie. We are going to step away for just a moment. The score is 26 to your home, 14 Hillsdale Chargers on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7. Hi, I'm Devin a student at Hillsdale College. Here is president of Hillsdale College, Dr. Larry Arn, on what the founders meant by general welfare. The great preamble of our constitution states that the purpose of the document is in part to promote the general welfare. Contrary to the modern understanding of that term, the founders understood welfare to mean public good or happiness. This was understood in accordance with the principles of the Declaration of Independence. Such happiness is contingent on securing to each citizen his natural rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Because this requires the government be limited, the powers of the federal government were enumerated and local matters were reserved to state authority. This was precisely intended to secure these inalienable rights and in turn promote the general welfare. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To receive a free pocket constitution and declaration, go to constitutionminute.com. Oh, dang it. We just saw an interception on first down, Garrett Eisen threw into double coverage, and that one is going to be picked off in the end zone, and setting up the 25-yard line is the Lake Erie Storm offense. Way to take the air. I mean, man, we were... That is a backbreaker. We saw Isaac Tesla on that drive, and Garrett Eisen have more passing yards than the first three quarters combined yes. for this Chargers yes. offense in... All in one play. Gone. Deflated is now this team. All right, here we go. It's not over yet. We still have eight and a half minutes left in the game. This Charger defense is probably going to need to force a three and out. Best case scenario is a turnover, but you know we're going to have to play our best football right here. Gardner from the gun to give to Devin. Nothing doing. Running between the tackles outside of the second quarter of this game has been nil. Mm-hmm. Running into the teeth of that Charger defense is not a good idea. They can get something going on the edges, but if you try to run it right up the middle, not going to happen. 
and you need more of that. They are taking plenty of time before this play. There's a stoppage, actually. The clock has stopped at 8.32. Uh, the refs are currently discussing at about the 20-yard line. I wonder if that's what they are talking about. I don't know if there's a... There, I didn't see a flag on the field. I don't know. Please set the game clock to 8 minutes and 22 seconds. 8, 22... So 10 seconds so off the game clock. clock. So 40 seconds, and it will start on my signal. Looks like the, looks like the clock, operator, clock operator was catching a little nap up there or something. I don't know what's going on. We are down to 8 minutes, 22 seconds remaining. It is important to remember the Chargers have all three timeouts while the Storm have just one remaining, though with the 12-point lead, mm-hmm. they might not even <clears throat> need to use them. Right. It may not be a factor right now, but it's one of those things that could become very inconvenient if the way the game's going changes. And they are taking all the time off the clock that they can. We have officially ticked below eight minutes here in this game. Now from the gun is Gardner on second down and ten. Chargers showing a little bit of pressure here from the secondary. Takes a snap, the give to Bush, cuts it up center, and great shoelace tackling there. That could have been a big run there. Uh, had nothing but green grass in front of him. Yep. Tackling from behind. Yep, it was the, that space vacated by the strong safety blitz right there was right where he was headed. Fortunately, uh, we got the tackle there on the line, or that could have been very bad. And we talked about forcing a three and out. Where here we go. Just one play from doing it, jumping up and down here. Get loud, it's third down. Need this play right now, it is third and six, nearing seven minutes remaining in the game. Two receivers to his left, two to his right. Devin is now to the right of Gardner. Here we go. Gun. All right, showing a little bit of pressure, maybe from that middle linebacker spot. Gardner takes the They snap. send it. Plenty of pressure, looks right, uh, throws right, and oh. completed for a first down. Uh. It looked like he bobbled it. I thought it hit the ground, maybe. I I also thought it hit the ground. The referees do not agree, Mm. and they spot him up at the 33-yard line in a huge play on third down that might end up doing it for the Chargers. It's it's tough to say that this far out, but they can take another two minutes off the clock here at the very least. Don't just hate it when the refs don't agree with you. you (laughs) When they don't make the call that you want them to call. It's like, come on now. Why are you out there? Why, Why don't you just, you know, take my money? (laughs) <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do you not take Hillsdale money? All right. From the gun, the give to Bush. Devin, nothing doing again. Mm-hmm. This Chargers defense has got to put that together for three straight plays. Yep. Well, I just hope Blake Geary tries to run it down the middle for three straight plays. <laughs> take that. It, it, it's kind of indicative of this game, honestly. Two plays, two running plays, two stops. And then as soon as they decide to pass on third down, they pick it up with ease. And that has been, I think, the storyline of this entire game is they are now nearing 300 total yards passing, and the Chargers are barely short of 100. Yeah, they've been doing a great, not a great job of converting, like, on third downs particularly. They're only two for eight uh, as of the end of the third quarter. But they're doing a really good job of... Play action, looking left and spiking it into the dirt. That is going to stop the clock. But we are now down to 5 minutes 45 remaining. Okay. And it is time for another Chargers third down. This time, third and 10. And, of course, another huge one. Every time this defense has a chance to get off the field, it's big. Yep. Third and 10 right here. This might be the last chance to stop 
to get a stop right here realistically and say we could get the ball back after if, scoring a touchdown. If you, want, you do still have three timeouts in your back pocket. If you want a miracle comeback to be anything but a miracle, you got to get a stop right here. Yep, absolutely. And it is empty set. This defense is spread very wide. Three receivers yep. to Gardner's right, two to his left. Got one high safety, sending pressure down the middle. Over the right side. Let's go! Looping to the coach on the sideline for the Chargers, who makes that grab. Yep. Incomplete to anyone on the field, though, and it's fourth down and ten, and with an incompletion, the clock stops as well. Five minutes, 41 remaining. Yep. Your home Hillsdale Chargers are down 12, 14 to 26, but they are just one play from getting off the field mm-hmm. as now the punt team comes on for the storm. That pressure was not quite able to get there to the quarterback, but he hurried the throw. He was kind of scared a little bit. Didn't want to take a big hit. Threw a little earlier than he wanted to. Not a great pass. Stops the clock. That that might be This might be the best case scenario on that drive for us. Uh, here we go. Let's see what special teams can do for us. Punt block would be fantastic. We're Showing talking. tons of pressure up the middle. Oh. And yes, it. It's blocked. Yes. Oh, Chargers at the 24-yard line. What an incredible play at the perfect time in this game. Go. That is exactly what the Chargers needed. And setting up the 24-yard line is this Chargers offense. Oh, baby. All of a sudden reinvigorated. All right. This is a whole new ball game right here. Fantastic play. For for an offense that has struggled to move the ball up and down the field, having what is perhaps the best field position yes. all game long with just 531 remaining is perfect. This is what you need right here. Offense, offense needs to come in here and score a touchdown. Ison, the snap, looping throw to Robinson. Little swing pass. Up the middle to the 20, down to the 10 middle. yards. And reaching for a first down, and that's going to stop the clock. Our- as the chains move, All right. grab of 11 yards, Uh-oh. and now inside Uh-oh. the 15. Oh, Alec Foos is down, clutching at what looks like his right knee. Trainers quickly run to help him out. That would be a big loss, and you're praying Foos is okay. Yeah, this is, you know, it's sort of like it. you don't want to lose your guy, but at the same time, like it sounds like kind of callous, but this is a free timeout. This is so. This is a time to think about kind of what you do. Like you'd wish you could keep that momentum. The Chargers were trying to do a hurry up offense right there, not only for the clock, but just to keep that defense on their heels. Don't allow them to substitute into their short yardage kind of jumbo goal line package. And Foose is now up and okay, though he has an arm around both of the two trainers, moving very, very gingerly. It doesn't look like he can put very much pressure on that right leg, presumably that right knee, almost at all. Yeah, that's going to be a big loss. You know, he's, like I said, we have a lot of dynamic players, and he is definitely one of them. So hopefully it's not a serious injury. Like I said, praying that he's all right. He will be a big loss down the road if he's out for any extended period of time. You're praying that Alec Foose is okay as now he's made it outside of the numbers and seems to be able to put a little bit more pressure on it, a little bit more weight. And now Garrett Ison from the gun has Robinson who's right. Two receivers left, one right, takes the snap, looks left, Great now protection. steps up in the pocket. Plenty of time to throw a dart over the middle and bouncing to Tim Boyd in the end zone. That is going to be an incompletion. The clock does stop, though, with 5 minutes, 13 seconds remaining. It's 2nd and 10 now. That's great. And, you know, you're looking at it, you say, all right, 5-13, that's not a whole lot of time. But the Chargers, we do have all three of our timeouts. And so as long as the defense can force a 3-and-out, we're in good shape, I think. Absolutely, I agree. You do need step one, which is a score right here, right now. 
The snap to Ison, looking, throwing over the center, oh. out of the hands of Tim Boyd. That is perhaps another drop mm-hmm. by a Chargers receiver at yet another important time. However, it is four down territory, so you got two yards, two downs rather to pick right. up the ten yards. I am kind of interested in why you know we feel as if we need to score a touchdown right here from about the 15 yard line we can still go 10 yards and get a first and goal situation i don't know why we feel we have to take shots at the end zone with five minutes left from this field position because now we're in a third and ten ison takes the snap looking looking navigates pressure throws to the end zone austin williams grab for a touchdown and there is a flag in the backfield probably going to be holding on number 75 the chargers maybe he is arguing with the referees the crowd went wild and quickly quiet (sighs) ah that is not nice that is not good not only does it take the touchdown off the board, the biggest six of the game, but it also puts the Chargers back to the 24-yard line as now they're looking at a fourth and 20. Now, is it third, it third, third, third and 20? 20. 20. Okay, yeah, they gave us the down back. Okay, let's say, because we, we shouldn't lose it down there. Three receivers, two is right. Jack in the gun, fakes the snap. Ice unloading to the end That's zone for picked. Tesla, and uh, it was almost, almost intercepted. He had a chance at what was essentially a jump ball through his fingers, and now fourth and 20, and that holding call was just humongous. That was a backbreaker right there. Takes, I mean, that took the air out of the room, don't you think? It really did, and that was that would have, you know, put us in this game again. Mm-hmm. It would have made it a one-score game. It would have given this defense a chance to get the one stop it needed. Instead, all of a sudden, it's fourth and 20. All right, here we go. Fourth and 20. This is your ball game right here, ladies and gentlemen. From the gun, two receivers right, one left. Motion on the sideline. Ison looking, plenty of time. Kind of short. The center to oh, Williams. He's it. got a lot of time to pick uh, up. He's throw not going to get there. Get rid of it. <sighs> you really would have liked something more to happen. They're only going to pick up about 10 yards, and on comes this Charger defense. Yeah. And the game is just about over now, though just under five minutes remaining. That holding call might be the most, I mean, if you want to talk about like influential, chain, like big kind of momentum shift points right there. (laughs) Christian's going to take a seat. He does not have the energy to stand after that. Uh, I, I think that did it right there. That, that might have just been the game, and you really hate it for Ison. Those last two drives mm-hmm. had a chance to really uncork that offense, something we were looking for all game long, yep. and it paid off. He made some great yes. throws, and the Chargers just kind of shot themselves in the foot with some drops and some holding calls. That was the best offense we Oh, no. And on the other side, oh. breaks free to the 40, to the 45. He's got a convoy around him. Can we chase him down? Doesn't look like we can. 10, 5. That's a touchdown. Oh, man. That is a touchdown for Lake Erie. And as if we did not need a reminder, the final nail is in the coffin for this Hillsdale Chargers win streak, which looks like it's going to be done at 3. Yeah. That is not what you wanted right there at all. Though, I mean, you say the odds of winning were quite low from that point following the holding penalty. This is pretty much insult to injury at that point but just putting the game away i mean i can respect it you know if, if we don't want him to score stop him i guess i mean 
Yeah, you kind of you kind of hate to see it end on a big run because the Chargers played so well in the run all game long. Here you go. Justin Smith now out to kick the extra point, which is up and good. It is now 33 to 14, and that might just do it for this Hillsdale Chargers team. And they really fought back. They they mm-hmm. made a lot of mistakes with drops and with calls, yep. but they but they kind of kept their heads up. They never really thought it was done. That blocked punt was huge. And yes, the special teams has been playing great all game long, and it was just it was just uh, you know too small of a margin of error for right. a team that had struggled so mightily through three quarters. Yeah, and you know it, it's really unfortunate, but we were playing our best offense right here towards the end of the game, right opening up the passing game this was the best that Garrett looked it was the best the pass protection had looked all game and just I think if you want to talk about the story of this game I think it was just the offensive line you know not giving Garrett time to play the full offense and then these drops man are critical they really are and of course Alec Foose injured earlier in this game just a couple of minutes ago we hope he's okay but taking his place is Isaac Tesla back deep to receive alongside Josh Peroni now, wouldn't you love to see another, another, another touchback or touchdown here? We saw Josh Peroni six-one earlier. Let's see if he can do it again. End over end, Ooh, looping th- kick at the five. There's Peroni to the ten, to the fifteen, twenty. Cuts it upfield to the twenty-five and dragged out of bounds just short of the thirty-yard line. Oh, a little bit. Flag extra. is out, and the Chargers are deep into that bench area for the storm. Maybe causing a little bit of trouble. You wonder if that's the flag or if it was what was clearly a very late hit. Yeah, I do not know what's going on. I see one. I think there were two flags that were actually thrown maybe. Probably going to be, I like. The, I think there's going to be a late hit probably. Unnecessary roughness on the kicking team probably. And, I mean, this Chargers offense will take anything it can get. <laughs> yeah. down 33 to 14 right now. 315 yards, absolutely, please. It is going to be a late hit on number 23 and up moves the Chargers offense that I guess garbage time almost but you, you hope at the very least you're now looking to next game maybe get right. something going for you know a continued season that has been really brightened and brought back to life by this three game win streak. Right even though in all likelihood it's coming to an end you still got to play the rest of the game right and so come on here play your offense uh again great protection here and ison's pass is going to be picked off over the middle and the lake erie storm are now going to set up deep in chargers territory at about the 40 yard line and nail after nail on this Mm -hmm. coffin uh i think a little bit too much yeah, uh, on the back of the Chargers team that has taken a beating in the final five minutes of this game. Yeah, I think we're running out of room for nails in the coffin. I think we're quite... It, it's, it's pretty well nailed shut, I'd say. Uh, yeah, great game, though, from like your... They came here to play. They they were hungry, right? You come in on a three-game win streak, and like you want nothing more than the win, right, to, to snap. But they had a great game plan, quick pass, spread the defense out. And then they had our number passing the ball. Great job the whole game. 
and it, it was a team that lost three games coming in. You gotta, I feel like, come in hungry like that. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta say like, we know we can be better than this. Both the Chargers and the Storm have had in this short season a three-game win streak and a three-game loss streak, and the the team that should have had the momentum clearly did not in this game and struggled a whole lot, especially offensively. Oh, absolutely. I think if you want to go in, I think the real sort of the the MVP for this game has definitely been that front seven for Lake Erie. They've done a great job of keeping Garrett under pressure. It hasn't been until very recently in the game that they've made adjustments in the protection scheme to give him anything resembling time to pass the ball and allow routes to develop. And another short run, setting up third and nine. We're now ticking down below 3.30 remaining here in this game. They probably won't snap the ball till well under three minutes. The score again is 33 points for the visiting Lake Erie Storm to 14 for your home Hillsdale College Chargers here in Frank Muddy Water Stadium. Here we are, third and nine. You want to get them off the field I guess out of principle. I mean, it's third down. You, you want to get a stop, but you're probably at this point not thinking about coming back and winning this game. I wouldn't say so, at least. The snap to Gardner, who looks left. Plenty of time in the pocket. Now late pressure, tries to get out of it. Scrambling. run. Takes it himself, and just enough for a first down. Wow. He had a whole lot of time. Now a late oh. flag. It looks like Gardner's actually still down on the sideline. I thought I saw him getting himself up, but yeah, definitely way past the turf down onto the, the track section. It may be just a little bit of kind of late anger, some kind of unreleased tension a little, from, from a game that has not gone the Chargers' way. Yeah, this game's been getting a little chippy. It's not, it's not awful, but it's definitely gotten worse as the game has progressed. After the play, personal foul. Leading it out of bounds, number nine, defense. 15 yards, man of the run, automatic first down. That is going to be cornerback Mason Dooley with the late hit. And Nick mentioned it, nothing's been egregious. There haven't really been any obvious cheap shots. Nobody's trying to injure anybody. But just some some unreleased emotions of a very tough game so far. I think this game's been very frustrating for the Chargers, absolutely. I mean, when nothing... you're taking. You're trying to get something going on offense. And you can't quite get it figured out the whole game, and it's been close the whole game. And then they just tear away with two backbreaking plays like that. That's frustrating for anybody, I'm sure. It was right about the six-minute mark that the complexion of this game changed dramatically. Another short run over the left side. At the very least, this Chargers front seven has. You know, they don't seem to be looking at the scoreboard at all. They're still playing very solid. You take away that long run that busted out for about 70 yards, and this Chargers team has played fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Uh, If you you don't look at the passing stats, the defense had a pretty good day in terms of just bottling up the run. Uh, Unfortunately, they were able to, you know, score 33 points on us. Uh, in, in this game. Maybe not, not the best showing for any of the units out here, though. The Chargers special teams, you know, they, they racked up half the points, half of our 14 points, so they definitely showed up to play today. Another give over the left side, trying to find the corner, and can't. He does pick up about five yards, and it's going to set up a third and about five or six yards as we tick down below 90 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Chargers are not going to be taking their timeouts, and I think are kind of settling in ready to kind of just take this down to triple zeros 
Yeah, this is not a game that you want to spend. <laughs> you don't want to spend any more time here than you have to, obviously. But kind of in the film room, you're going to have to look at it and say, all right, you know, how did they shut us down? And then, you know, another, I think the biggest question to ask is going to be, how do we give Garrett protection to throw? Because he is a weapon. When, you, when he's given time to throw, and we saw it, you know, if you, you know, forget the drops and everything, he's done a fantastic job of making smart decisions, uh, getting the ball to people, but uh, he just needs time in the pocket. And there is the third and final timeout for the Lake Erie Storm. And I got to agree, you got to just let him cook a little bit, but it's hard because the stats don't really show it. And, of course, the final two interceptions on his two final drives are going to leave a bad taste in his mouth, I'm sure. So it's obviously he's a third-string quarterback. He didn't start until two disastrous injuries in the homecoming game. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of his first taste of real loss, of real, you know, difficulty in the start. And I think you gotta. It's gonna speak to this team and to him personally uh-huh. to say, how can you rebound from this? How can I, like, kind of ignore that, have a little short-term memory, and come back next game like it's nothing at all? It's like Trevor Lawrence. I think he lost his like the first time he lost a game in the regular season was when he went to the NFL. Uh, this is kind of like that, you know. And this kind of the growing aspect of it. It's like, hey, you know. And victory formation for the storm, and that might be the final play of the game. It looks like it. They're just going to let the game clock crack down. We have 30 seconds left in the game. And both teams are getting ready to meet at midfield, though still 20 seconds technically showing on this clock. The final score of the game will be the visiting Lake Erie Storm 33, snapping their three-game losing streak. In the process, your home Hillsdale College Chargers with just 14 points have snapped their three-game winning streak. The Chargers fall to 3-4 and four after a very difficult, especially fourth quarter and the storm will now rise to four and three. Yeah, this game, I think, if you want to, you know, answer kind of the question like why, like what was the, the keys to this game, I think, was just the pressure that Lake Erie was able to get on Garrett every single play, every single time he dropped back. I forget how many times he was sacked. I think it was four or five at least. You know, they would get us in these long passing situations, and, you know, just Garrett did not have the time to make those throws, and it sounds like a broken record, but... If, I mean, if you can't get the ball off, you can't get the ball off. You really you really hate it because when he did have clean looks, we've said it a lot, but he was able to deliver. Most of the time he played, you know, not a spectacular game, but a solid game when he had, you know, pockets to throw and real good protection around him. I think the problem was those plays were too few and far between for him. That's right. Yeah, Hillsdale, we rounded out with 93 passing yards and Lake Erie lighting us up with 322 yards through the air and 177 yards on the ground. You know, we were just hemorrhaging yardage on the defensive side of the field and our offense was just not able to get anything going. It, it really is tough. Another big stat here is one sack for Gerald Gardner all game long, whereas Garrett took four and was pressured an awful lot more than that. We are going to step away here. The final score, 33-14. to 14. This has been Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Nick Tralia calling Hillsdale Chargers football on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You've been listening to Hillsdale Chargers Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress. 